It is Monday, April 12th, 2021. This week on the show, we highlight you, the fans, with an update on round two of Mostly Madness. Godzilla vs. Kong is smashing it at the box office? We watched WrestleMania, The Masters, and AP Bio. And for the meat, we hope you're hungry because we are talking about Spider-Man Homecoming and the gruesome fourth episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. This is Mostly Superheroes. Hello and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly video podcast where we talk mostly live-action superheroes, along with anything else we're talking about. We rate, debate, and celebrate the stories that inspire us most. Coming back for another week of fun, he bit off the Joker's finger and finally overcame night terrors. <laughs> Yikes. He is the giggler. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, it had been a while since I reminded people of your nickname. How you doing? Welcome back. Happy Monday. Spectacular. I'm doing well. Did that give that was that did I just like accidentally give you flashbacks or anything? I'm I'm over it. I killed him. You killed him? Gone. You prove that if you stand up to a bully and you bite their finger off, they won't come back. Correct. They're dead. Forever. Hopefully. We'll see. And we know that Jared Leto is not scary enough yet to uh (laughs) take that place. Uh, We haven't seen him enough yet, really. We haven't. I mean, restore the Snyderverse, and we'll see. We'll see. We're going to talk about some hashtag uh, DC stuff today. I'm excited to break it open. PC Mike, our guy with the computer. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm great, man. This weather. Oof. This weather, and I don't think we really talked about it on the show. I'm just going to say it right now. You're getting married. I am. I am. So, uh, Two back-to-back applause here, this guy. Yeah. Doing it. Um, yeah, it's coming up pretty quick, so life is fun right now. Yeah, you're 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 one of the folks right now that are planning an event during the wildest time of planning events ever. Um, you know, I have the best confidence in you and Rachel. Excited for you guys. Yeah, we're doing. Um, it's been interesting to say the least, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're doing things uh, how we should and giving people some updates and doing it as best as possible to make everyone have a safe and happy time. I'm going to as a, one of the guests that's invited, you guys have done a really great job. Thank you. You guys have been the communicators. You've asked the right questions. You're, you put it out there in the right order to where it's like, you know, some people do stuff like this. It's like, hey, you're coming. And you're like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. No, um, you guys have been great. No, if you, uh, I think we're at this point, if you're taking proper precautions and being smart about things and it's your decision, if you can make it an event. Like we were just talking before. Uh, that's why you need to subscribe to our Patreon because we have some insights before we give life lessons. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's when we just find out vent about yeah, all of it. Yeah, if you're feeling comfortable and you've taken proper steps and you're not sick, start doing things you feel comfortable. Just just don't put others at risk. Well, that's here's the thing. thing. You know, I think that if uh, you know baseball teams in Texas can have thirty five thousand people show up packed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you got all ends of everything. No man, we're excited for you and. Uh, I uh, can't wait to talk about it. With that, let's get right into the fans. Fan mail. 
Lots to cover today and some fun things to highlight. I don't know if you guys saw this on social media, but I shared it out. Uh, we were featured by a company called Audrey. They're a podcast community company. They're in the business of helping podcast hosts and creators connect with each other, grow their audiences. Pretty cool. They reached out and said, why don't you tell us about Moses Superheroes? So I did. They featured us on their website. The link is up now, and it will be, when you're listening to this, live on our website. So we have a press page. I think you guys are fully aware of that. And this will be featured. It was really fun. A quick sit down uh, with a nice uh, woman named Daveen. We did a little Zoom. She's in. They're based out of Germany, I believe. Mm, wow. And so she, we had a, a, a call morning for me one day, afternoon for her. And it was a lot of fun. They, were, they just kept it nice and light. They're just trying to talk to some of the people. I had a really good experience with Audrey. It was actually how I connected with. You guys might remember a podcast I brought up when we first started doing the show called Breaking Down Bits. Yeah, breaking bits. Breaking, yeah, breaking bits. It was like the uh, breaking yeah, bad, breaking bad logo, logo, and they have comedians on. Well, that's how we connected with them was through Audrey. Awesome. So yeah, I just wanted to give it up. I'll say thanks, Audrey, absolutely for the feature. Uh, go check it out. Yeah, it's on our press page. Go to mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash press if you want to hear a little bit about that interview. Happy for you to read it. And then next up, of course, hashtag mostly madness. Our annual movie tournament is here. Round two is live. Let's not even mess around today. Let's highlight some new voters and talk about some of these matchups. Got some really new slides today. Got to plug the YouTube channel. Doing this a little bit differently. I think you guys are going to like this. Happy Gilmore versus Thor Ragnarok. You're happy about this. I mean, Thor Ragnarok's at 67% of the votes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Keep in mind, we are just highlighting some of the Instagram look right now. If you can vote on the website, though, you can vote on Facebook. We know that things can change. Some, fan, some fans that we want to feature, for sure. From Facebook here, we got Krista saying, definitely Thor Ragnarok. Lynn said, I don't find these comparable. True. But Thor, if I have to choose. And Brian said, happy Gilmore. So still a mixed bag in the Facebook front. Who do you pick here, PC Mike? I mean, it's going to upset you. I picked happy Gilmore. I would have assumed that. That's okay. <laughs> and then Giggler. I, so this was the last. This is, Remember when we talked about having to put the pen down and run away from your screen for a while? Yep. This was the last one that I picked. Like I had every, <laughs> even like no matter which one, one won this matchup, it was going to lose to the next movie in line. I will not say what it what it was. Okay, but I could not. I almost watched both of these movies back to back to just decide. to really decide. But I'm too lazy for that. Uh, Happy Gilmore was my choice. All right, I'll, I'll give it up for you guys. I mean, that's that's fair. Hey, this is what's cool about it. Everybody's different. You guys already know my pick. I won't even bore you, but. It's Thor, of course. Let's look at another one here. We got Avengers Endgame versus The Dark Knight Rises uh, from Instagram. Avengers Endgame is 75% of the votes. Uh, Anik on Facebook said, both are best, but my personal favorite is Endgame. I for sure agree. Andy, I'm going to guess and say you agree. I agree. PC Mike, it's got to be. I went Batman, but you I, have see, to. I, have to. I see why. I see why it's losing. Now, yeah, if it was well, the, tell us why. Now, if you take out the. <laughs> tell bar- us why it's losing. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, it's. You think our fan base is mostly Marvel fans? For now. For now, for sure. Because that's what we definitely push out. Until Until Uh, the DC rewatch? (laughs) Maybe. Okay. Um, All right. All right. But I think if you take one word out of The Dark Knight Rises and just make it The Dark Knight film, I think it beats Avengers Endgame. You think it wins there? I think it's a better movie. Hey, well, we'll never know because this is the matchup. Maybe we will know. We might know. Because of how the bracket's laid out. Yes, sir. All right. All right. But I could see why Avengers Endgame's win. I mean, Avengers Endgame changed. It changed things. It did change things. Look where, we, and look where we are now. It's almost unfair. 
<laughs> it's like yeah but i in its own right man i mean the dark knight trilogy in each independent film so amazing yeah I like and, and marvel guy right here like i'm those movies i, I think the dark knight rises surf, suffers from the dark knight being so good yeah I and mean, this still being really good but yes. still like there's little plot holes and stuff they talk about and it's like, crazy i yeah. love it i love it um all right here you go the dark knight versus back to the future and the dark knight is winning this one 69 percent of the votes Got a couple votes online from Instagram, the Irish Survival Podcast. They say Back to the Future. You might remember they, they're pushing for the beat Back to the Future movie. And then our buddy Brandon R., uh, he's on uh, uh, Instagram. You can check this out on YouTube. This is arguably the toughest one, but I think I'm going to have to say Back to the Future. I think. This shocked me. I know Brandon. He loves Marvel stuff. And uh, I love Back to the Future, too. I grew up with these movies, but... Dark Knight, man. If I'm saying, like, which one am I really going to sit and watch? I think it's going to be Dark Knight. What about you, Andy? Same. Really? No doubt. I'm, I've never been a Back to the Future guy, so. That's right. You've said this. Yeah. I mean. And obviously, you're Yeah, Batman. Dark Knight. And you're back, Batman. Back okay. To the, back All to right. the Future. Awesome. I mean, as it's. I know. As its own ride at Universal, it changed the lexicon. I mean. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I'll give it credit. It's a good that music. Movie. Dun, 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 dun. I wonder if it's on Spotify. Let's do a Ooh, music show. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh man, just do all of John William Scott. From yeah. that's all of them, right? I mean, that I, him, John William Scott. Am I saying that right? John Williams. John Williams. John Williams. I think it's just John, John Williams. Williams. Yeah, there's no Scott. John. There's a John William Scott out there. <laughs> he, he's he, like, just, he just thank went, you for the. He went the what? Shout out. Oh, oh, that always happens. <laughs> no, you do all those. You do Jurassic Park for sure. There's a lot more. Oh man, that's that's historic. Yeah, maybe we'll have to be prehistoric. We have to have us on for that one. <laughs> yeah, I maybe so. We got a lot of Jurassic Park stuff happening this month. Uh, next one for mostly madness. We got Avengers: Infinity War versus Fight Club. I love this matchup because it's just so out there. And yes, this is mostly superheroes. We're not too surprised here. Avengers: Infinity War is killing it. Eighty-eight percent of the votes. Um, ha- Habit Coffee Co. on Instagram. I think that their full business name is Habitual Coffee. If I'm not mistaken, they're a St. Louis company. And they actually, uh, they're a coffee place. Habit Coffee Co., a local sh- place. They said Fight Club for sure, though. So, and you know you're going to get a lot of Fight Club diehards in this. I don't drink coffee, but I will respectfully disagree with them. But well, I appreciate their, their input. It's kind of like my said. It's not even fair for like us. Like, of course we're picking that move. I mean, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, I even picked Avengers I'm, Infinity War. You did? Fight Club. Interesting. I just, I'm not a big Fight Club guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's right. okay. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm a huge Brad Pitt stan for, yeah. until I die. Oh, for sure. And, and Edward Norton's in the MCU. He was in the MCU. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's, he's always in it. Man. That's, it lives in perpetuity. Uh, last matchup, I think. Star Wars, A New Hope versus Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's at 62%. I'm just laughing at Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon comments on Instagram. I can't handle this shit anymore. He doesn't even vote. He just said he can't handle it anymore. He's just mad. Let's hear it. What do you guys think? Jurassic Park or Star Wars A New Hope? 100% agree with the fan vote right now. You're Jurassic Park. Yeah, JP for life. It's just, you're just thinking nostalgia. Go back and watch A New Hope. I'm literally thinking to myself, I'm on the couch. It's Sunday. And like, these are both starting at the same time and it's getting ready to start. And I have 10 seconds to choose. And I would pick six, five, uh, I think I picked Star Wars. Oh. But I love Jurassic Park, but I'm telling you, I picked Star Wars. I'm just more in the space. I'm a space guy. I like space stuff. I don't blame you. It's, 
What if Jurassic Space Park? Space is pretty cool. Space is pretty cool. All right, let's highlight some new voters. We got Lisa, Wyatt, Scott, and Paul. Thank you guys so much for voting. And our weekly winner last week was Caleb B. Next this week, Mike H. Heck yeah. I might know that Mike. You remember what the last name? Was? I remember that he's also a junior. I think that is. Is uh, that your friend? I think that's my guy. Really? Just all of our friends in here. Just I'm just I'm just buying all your friends. Yeah, he's a sleep. He's a <laughs> swag. He's a sleepy, sleepy one. Is he? Yeah. Well, he entered. So Mike H, congratulations, our weekly yeah. winner. Can I take a take a picture? Yeah, just like I did it last week. Just like we did for show. Caleb. It's in the live show. If he texts back, we'd love to have a. A message from him before we get done recording. Absolutely. Or I'll just sound like a complete jackass and he's not a junior and I text it to him and there's a, just a different Mike H and then I'm just going to have to buy him a shirt. Hey, yeah. like you said, though, birthday presents for the next oh, you're right. forever. You're right. Uh, doing weekly winners. Round two is here. We're going to do we're going to go one more week round two. It looks too good on the Insta. I'm not yeah. I'm not in a huge hurry. We've got a lot of votes, but I know based on how round one went, we got more coming in this week. We're going to give you guys one more week. Instagram, the website. Get over to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Mostly Madness. It is a super easy voting tool. Tell your friends, even if they don't want to put in their name and email, I've set it up to where you do not have to. It's totally optional. You can literally just go vote, keep your name out of it. Or if you want to be entered for the week of drawings, put your name in there and we'll contact you. All right, let's get in the news. News and rumors. Okay, a couple things in the news. Uh, just, just two things today. Let's start off with Godzilla vs. Kong, which we talked about when, you know, gave our ratings all that a couple weeks ago. And is that last week? Yeah. Yeah. Last week. Jeez. I'm like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> what is time? And the this thing's breaking some some like crazy records. If you heard in the intro, I was like, you know, box office. I thought box office like wasn't even like really a thing right now. Yeah. This thing apparently broke the record for the pandemic box office number which previously this is all from looper by the way i love looper they're on instagram they're looper hq they do these fantastic uh recap videos like three to four minutes really Big well fan. done they do they do awesome you you know them yeah they do great and this came out of them they said that they this thing has earned 358 million dollars worldwide at the Crazy. box office how well in the u.s it earned about 60 million dollars yeah, and the the biggest box office before that was Tenet in 2020 in the summer, and it was uh 58 million. So it beat it by two million. Not like a crazy, but it's been a whole year. Yeah, I mean they're opening up movie theaters. I think that's what I think that's all it comes down to. Yeah. so they're just opening up. And I'm, there's probably other countries that are just in a better place than us. Right. Well, now. I would is Godzilla vs Kong. That's like the that's you know, international. That's, that's international yeah, audience. Exactly. I'd be interested to see where that looks internationally. So where I'd, it's mostly coming from. I mean, it's uh, where it's coming from. Yeah, but it's interesting, you know, pairing it with the HBO Max release. It was a either or situation, but uh, you know, apparently people are getting out there enough to where it did break the last pin. They call it the pandemic uh, uh, record. And according to this article, it says ultimately Godzilla vs Kong is another pandemic win for Warner Brothers, who can now claim they've released four of the top. Five theatrical money makers since the world went into lockdown in spring 2020. And also, people probably just want to get out and do something. Yeah, it's just people getting out. It's all of it's like us. Yeah, I mean, it was free. I mean, it was ten bucks, but whatever HBO Max is for me on my couch. But people want to get out and do things. And and this this is probably a crowd that 
like really loves going to the movies. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong people. These are the diehards. You know, you get the diehard fans. If, oh, man, you guys got to listen to uh, Jock and Nerd. They broke it down. Those guys were fanboying out. They know. They know. Oh, all, they, they love it. Oh, they know all about it. And they had on a guy that like knew a lot about it, too. And uh, it was last week's episode, Jock and Nerd podcast. Highly recommend it. If you just want to hear four dudes nerd now hard and that know things about Godzilla and Kong. Like we're watching. We're like, oh, those, those that's cool colors. <laughs> yes. That's really cool colors. Yeah. Like I listened to our episode after and I'm like, listen to us talk about it. I'm like, yeah, wow. Godzilla looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> what about metal Godzilla? <laughs> Look at that metal one. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a little bad for Kong. <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I mean, I, I've t- I'll be honest, man. I really like this movie thinking about it. I got pumped about thinking about watching it again. I was just like, you know, it was pretty know. cool. Like the yeah. fighting was amazing. Yeah, the fight that, scenes were awesome. That Mecha Godzilla, man. Oh my god. Yeah, sorry, man. We're we, we've already talked about this one on the show, but spoiler alert. But I liked it. Mm-hmm. You gonna bump up that rating now? Well, no, we'll, no, we'll <laughs> keep it. In, we'll Let keep it in the books for a while. You know what? You know how we'll do when we rewatch it one day. It's our. It's our. Let's say it's our rules. When there's like Godzilla vs Kong, the rematch, and three years yeah and i love team up like so jock team not i mean jock and nerd talked about this they talked about some storylines they could go with to where like in the past like the idea would be round two and now godzilla's gotta destroy kong's home there at the middle of the center of the earth where he's like living you know now like i said said spoiler alert and i'm like that would be cool like there's something that godzilla has to do at this place they don't like necessarily want to fight each other but they have to so like you can set up multiple rounds of this thing. Yeah. You're telling me that's going to happen. I'd be pumped about it. I'd watch it. All right. Uh, and then the last piece of news, getting some more of our area of expertise here. There's a hashtag coming. This came out of comic book. Aaron uh, Perrine over there. Uh, this was on April 11th. This is hashtag make the Batfleck movie trends as fans campaign for Ben Affleck's Batman solo movie to happen. I think this would be awesome. We have a tweet here from Elisa Ayer cut. Um, this is a quote from Jay Olivia on Ben Affleck's Batman script. She said, the original Affleck script was the best Batman script I've ever read. I don't know which other one she's read, though, and I don't really know who Jay Olivia is. Do you guys know? No. No. Okay. Ben had a kick-ass story, and I believe that the audience and fans would have loved it. And again, hashtag make the Batfleck movie is what fans took to the internet. Uh, a couple things here just to get the conversation going. Last year, people got word of Affleck's return as Batman during DC fandom. And we know that Batfleck is confirmed for the Flash movie, where we're going to see him uh, in Andy Muschietti's The Flash. And apparently Andy Muschietti got interviewed about this relationship with Batman and The Flash in the new Flash movie. And he said he's a very substantial part of the emotional impact of the movie, the interaction and relationship between Barry and Affleck's Wayne will bring an emotional level that we haven't seen before. It's Barry's movie, Barry's story, but their characters are more related than we think. They both lost their mothers to murder. Sounds familiar. And that's one of the emotional vessels in the movie. And I was like, man, if you're trying to convince people that this is going to be good, don't be bringing up these guys' moms again. Yeah. Especially when it comes to Batman. Everybody's got the Do you same think story. Ba- you think Barry's mom's name is Martha? I hope. <laughs> Every woman that Martha, age. Martha, Martha, all three of us. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? You want to see the like the, the the theory is they would do a Batman movie with uh, Joe Manganiello as Destro. Uh, yeah, yeah, all for that, all see, for that, right? Yeah. If this is done, it's got to have to be a Snyderverse thing, right? Well, yeah, I I think at this point, didn't we all agree that would... like Snyderverse is the only movie <laughs> now? Like, like we don't, I don't even count the Justice League. No, Justice. I like no, that I like name. It. Thank you for that. Yeah. 
I don't count that. Did you come up with Justice League, or is that like a everybody calling it that? Uh, that's the first time I've heard it. I, I, I think the Jock and Nerd guys have said it before, but I felt like we said it on the show. I'm sure everybody probably yeah, calls it that. I like, I love a good pun, so you know, you know this. It's pretty good, but I, I yes, um, to answer your question, Andy, I think at this point with everything happening, this is from the buzz of Snyder Cut carrying over now, and you're seeing people be like, "Well, let's see a Batman movie now." Well. Since I have my PC, I did a little research. All right. Because I knew I had it on the tip of my tongue. If they do Batflick, it has to be an older Batman. They haven't done a live action older Batman yet. The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller is a graphic novel from 1986 that has a 55 year old Batman coming back. Oh, wow. They've taken elements of this before and put it in different things, but this would be a cool kind of little thing to tie in with an older Batman and all this kind of different stuff. Um, Joker's in it. He's 60 years old. The Joker is. He's in like a mental ward and crazy stuff happens and there's bits and pieces. I think even parts of the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix are like from the Dark Knight Returns and stuff like that. But that's what you got to do if you're doing it, in my opinion. I agree. It's never been on film. I mean, that sounds cool as hell. And then what happens with the Joker? But what happens with Michael Keaton? Like you just kind of described what we sort of thought Michael Keaton's role in the Flash movie was yeah like well they're batman but I, I mean maybe not I've, i think i've even seen a quote from michael keaton recently where he's like i don't really know the status of of what's going on for that so you're telling me that like he hasn't even I don't, recorded any don't scenes don't quote me on that that's literally just for my hours and hours okay okay twitter searching because they just started filming the flash movie what a couple months ago i remember it came out of comic book they shared some set photos they were showing like the, the it's like a big warehouse type place and some of the act and they announced that sasha, sasha collie is going to play that Supergirl in the movie, which I mean, Supergirl's in this film. <laughs> Supergirl, Batfleck, uh, Michael Keaton. I just don't want it to be so muddled. It already sounds muddled. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to, would you put out a tweet ever that said hashtag make the Batfleck movie to get this to happen? Here's the, here's the coolest part about this. Originally, I would have been like, well, they're never going to do that. They might. Well, because they did. Yeah. It's exactly what happened with these hashtags. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just want a direction. I like how Marvel's linear and there's I know. there's a line and this thing. Now we have Battinson. We have this. We have cuts that are great that haven't been released. Like I need I'm going nuts and I pay attention to this. It's you're right. Like we, we pay attention to it. We follow. We talk about it every week. And here's the fundamental difference difference right now between DC and MCU at the moment. MCU has a very clear plan. You don't have to like guess anything. You're no. like, uh, this looks pretty cool. Like, you know what they should do? DC, you know what DC needs to do? They just need to get in a room and just make those cool calendars like Marvel did. Yeah. Just make the calendars, get a logo and go, when would this fit pretty good? Oh, this would fit good here. Yes. And then if someone goes, well, we couldn't release it as a movie. Why don't you just release it as like a six part t- television series on HBO Max, which you have a deal for, which they're trying to do. They got the Suicide Squad. They got Peacemaker. But don't, like, don't but, they have a bat? Don't they have, um, uh, Lieutenant or Commissioner Gordon show coming out on there too. Oh yeah, yeah the Gotham yeah. Gotham that, PD. That is the Bat Battinson though. Earth two. Yes, as we now know. I'm I'm all for this. <laughs> Mike shakes if it's specifically the Snyderverse like caveat of where where they kind of tease in the end credit, not the end credit scene, but the epilogue where it's like we said earlier, just Deathstroke hunting Batman. He knows love that he knows his name. And he's just going to F up his life and make it R, make it R rated that grit. They can make that a show and it would be phenomenal. I think that's, I mean, I'd watch a Batman show. 
and why not? Why, 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 why won't they do it? Maybe they will. HBO Max, the man, thing. they're do. I mean, they're trying some of this stuff. We can't pretend they're not like doing this kind. I mean, they got I mean, Suicide they, Squad, they got Peacemaker. Obviously, somebody at HBO is like, this is a format. And with all this Godzilla Kong, and that's the same company. I mean, they're making boatloads of money. They're going to start seeing this formula and be yeah. like, man, working pretty good. And this, I mean, the Snyder Cut killed records for them. Yeah, I still don't. I I wish something would come out like that came out for Godzilla vs. Kong. Just like give me some numbers to work with. But Snyder Cut did not come out in theaters. But I've seen, which I had the the where I heard this. I I want to say it was comic book, but that there was going to be a release of the Snyder Cut in theaters. Like he was pushing for a theatrical release now to keep the momentum going. I'm gonna add 17 more minutes, and you're gonna watch it in theaters. <laughs> it's in sepia instead of black and white. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Well, if you want, join the movement. Hashtag make the Batfleck movie. I think the three of us are probably in for it. We'll keep you apprised. If anything new comes from it, I think we all agree. If the dollar signs are there, I think we should also note we've never even said this on the show. I didn't realize it, but like Ben Affleck was like in and out of rehab during like a lot of the making of the Snyder Cut. And like, isn't that true? I, I'm really throwing Somewhere, that out yeah. there without having yeah. that. I should have a note on that. He's but, definitely had his off off camera issues. Right. Which I, did, I just wasn't really aware of personally. You know, I, I don't really follow pop culture is back then i really did now i do and that's where i caught it was he's he was in and out of rehab like during a lot of the shooting and stuff which if you you could see how thin he is in a lot of those new scenes like when he's talking to martian manhunter and the snyder cut like he's like legit thin yeah at the yeah. end like he doesn't yeah. even look anything close to a big buffy guy i don't know and just, that's, just noting it don't have an opinion on it really those were the only reshot scenes was like that part of the, the ep- epilogue scenes which is crazy i thought there was way yeah. more yeah, I know what you mean. I was just kind of assuming, so I'm ready. Just throw, give me more bad flag. Fine. All right, we're here for it. Let's see what happens with this stuff. A uh, Warner Brothers and HBO and DC guys, get it together, please. We'll just say that. I mean, you're trying. At least. You're, you're trying. We like the buzz, but like after, I mean, we've been doing buzz talk since June, and now we're getting like real stuff, like the Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, even the Snyder Cut was like, yes, a movie, just. Yeah. Just stick to the release dates and let these movies stand on their own two feet. I'm sick of getting buzzed. I want to get drunk on DC. That's well done. Good job. <laughs> um, big thanks to Looper and Comic Book. The links will be in today's episode description. You can click those if you want to read more on Godzilla vs. Kong or the Batfleck movies. With that, let's get into what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching? This is where we tell you what we're watching each and every week, usually outside of the superhero world, but not necessarily. We got a kind of a mixed bag today. Definitely want to hear what you're watching. Listener, fan, let us know. Uh, want to start trying to work in some more fan mail during the groove, like kind of like if we're doing what you watching, we need to have a fan feature of what you watching, especially with summer coming up. Yes. New TV shows hit a lull like we need some stuff, maybe some like hidden gems, some deeper cuts. Like what's something good out there that you guys are watching or that you recommend? And we're doing this thing now. Uh, it was the episode with the Giggler and myself where we broke down what came out this month. And we're going to try to start mixing that into the bags to where you can see like, OK, maybe at the end of April, we do what's coming in May. Because, yeah. you know, comic book and the folks will release this. We got people that work hard that put these lists together and we can kind of pull it out and give you a heads up. And then you could tell us like, oh, well, I'm going to check out whatever it is. Let us know. We'd like to get you featured with that. Let's get into what these folks are watching. Guys, let's just go ahead and give it up. WrestleMania 37. Correct. 
I read a, I read some headlines. That's a lot of wrestling. <laughs> um, who wants to kick us off? Who had the most fun out of WrestleMania? Do you think? I'm just looking. Mike, Andy had a fire pit last night. You had a, you watched it outside. Oh yeah, it was All beautiful. Right. Why don't you tell us about your experience with with this year's WrestleMania? Okay, well, you I kick didn't. us off, and you guys, this is both you guys. You both sent this, so it kind of threw me off again that it was a two night thing. I had some dinner plans Saturday, so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna relax. I had a big old Sunday of just I'll get into my, the rest of it later, but started about two p.m. Uh, just laying on the couch, took a little nap while watching the Masters. Threw on WrestleMania on the bottom TV while the Masters is on the top TV. Wow, what a life! Um, I watched night one of of WrestleMania just to just get me a little lubed up to just see to what was going to happen. The warm up, yeah. <laughs> I fell asleep for a couple hours of it, but it's it's whatever. Mike can fill me in on on those matches. You're having uh, a this is like the best day ever. It sounds like yes. And then went right into night two as soon as that started. Watched the pre show, see what get a little. Obviously, I didn't really know much about the backstory, a lot of these matches, so it was nice to get like a little refresher on what's going on. Um, I I mean, Mike, you take it from here because you, you know the specifics Talk of what's about happening. It. Tell us what happened, Mike. Um, again, it's, not, I guess spoiler alert. Some yes. people might watch this recorded, I guess. So. I'm not going to go through every match because I think there was 16 or it's, so. It's two days of matches. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I mean, the big ones, you had night one. Bianca Belair, she beat Sasha Banks, who Uh-oh. you know Sasha Banks from The Mandalorian. That's right, yep. that's right. Worlds um, colliding. As I get older, I realize why people do lose titles because Sasha Banks probably has an acting gig coming up, and they had to take the belt off of her for probably go do something. Makes sense. Makes um, sense. They can't hold it forever. They can't hold it forever. They build up. Um, but it was cool to see that. Um, some good matches, technical matches. I'm not going to bore everybody because I'm, I'm a geek like that. But uh, night two, uh, start off with a little bit of a dud. With the Fiend versus Randy Orton, a little bit of a dud on that. What match. was the dud? Yes, what what was, was weird? Why was it a dud? How did it end? We don't know. Um, Randy Whoa. Orton won. Randy Orton won, but then uh, the Fiend, who's Bray Wyatt, his accomplice, who's Alexa Bliss, turned on him. Whoa. Apparently, something like that. She and then like they just popped out of this big box, and like, there's been a lot of weird supernatural things happening in this feud the last few yeah. months. What? Every the time thing. I look on TV, like there's like magic. Randy yeah. Orton is like coughing up black, like blood type Whoa. stuff. It's like they're bringing in like, like this is like yeah, like they're bringing in special good, effects. This is oh, like yeah. dark, like they've always sinister, had. There's like, always this character. The fiend is like he's insane. He's like a warlock. Um, he's like he wear he wears a mask. Demon. He's got his crazy. He's a demon. It's like he's wearing kind of like a person's face as a mask. Okay. It's, it's not really. It's like a yeah, a demon. That's the best way to put it. It's like that Joker mask. Like when the Joker takes that person's skin and like puts it on. Oh, Have you yeah. ever seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like that. Oh, geez. Okay, tell uh, me this, Andy. Did someone jump off the thing in that stadium? The Buccaneer Stadium. Not unless nope. I missed it. Nope. Damn. It's too far. Yeah, oh, it was. It was man. like the sa- the stage was set up differently than I imagined. Would you say it's a wasted opportunity? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But there, somebody jumped off the cage. Uh, Shane McMahon jumped oh, off the cage. and That was one of that. my favorite. Pretty yes. high up? Yeah. I mean, 20 feet, 25 feet. Okay. My favorite part of the cage match was 100% when Braun Strowman reached through the cage and ripped it open. Like, Shane McMahon was on the other side trying to escape because you can either get pinned or just get out of the cage and touch your feet to the ground. Mm-hmm. And he was on the other side ready to go down and Ron Strowman, he's just a monstrous man. Biggest man I've ever seen in my life wrestle, but he's so athletic too. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And he literally just breaks through the cage and rips him back in. It was tight. 
All right. Pretty cool. Pretty and, cool. And then the main event, you have it right there. Edge versus Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Awesome match. Yeah. Um, Probably save night two, in my opinion, just because it was so good. So many twists, so many turns. And in the end, Roman Reigns retained the title and wins at WrestleMania again. Yes. Mr. WrestleMania. Has, sure. he, has he won? He's, won? He's been the main event of WrestleMania for like six years in a row. All right. Yeah. A row. All right. Yeah. Congratulations again. Tell me, uh, how were the fans being back in person? Oh, they were. They usually call it a hot crowd. It was a hot crowd. Like yeah. when the crowd gets behind him and starts, they booed, <laughs> they booed the heck out of Hulk Hogan. Listen, man, I bet they were having the best time of their lives. Oh, yeah. Like hadn't been out at all. And then you go to WrestleMania. Like yeah. you're obviously like the night one hard. had a rain delay because it was outside. What? Lightning delay. Rain delay. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could see people boozing in the background. You could see uh, people getting into it, but it was cool. 25,000 each night. Wow. So, all right. Would you call it overall success? But uh, I think so. Like there, there, it, there it, are parts that could have been better. It sounds yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, they feel it feels good to get real fans back and like right. hear their yeah. reaction and like feed off that. And I think the wrestlers did a lot better too. Okay, I might dabble in some Monday Night Raw tonight to see what happens. If I can, yeah, because now get you're that spark back. Because now you're curious. You're like, okay, WrestleMania happened. Like, let's see what they do with everything that happened, and you kind of go from there. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, getting you kind of updated in the sports arena world. And anything else in WrestleMania? I don't want to rush past you guys. Any other highlights you? What are the fans talking about most right now? Is, is there anybody shocked about anything? I mean, about how bad the Randy Orton Fiend match was. Well, what, People, what happened? It was so short. It was, it was just five minutes. Five and minutes. they built it up for five months. It was five months for five minutes. Oh, no. Oh, that means it's not over. Okay. And people are like, I want it to. Like after that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. But Roman Reigns, I mean, turning, he's a heel now. And people say he deserved it. And I, I agree. Because watch, I've watched Roman Reigns lose many a times at the mm-hmm. main event. He lost. I know thirty one. I know he lost thirty four when I was there. Yeah, and you've been. You, that, yeah, yeah. So you've been. I went to thirty four. Have, have you been? No, I've been a Royal Rumble. Is uh, WrestleMania on your like bucket list? A hundred percent. Dallas next year, and then LA the year after that. I mean, I mean does a shirt say yes or no? Stone Cold. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, if you guys both like went, like I'd go. Oh, it's a blast. Oh, I would. I would oh, come on. Yeah, hell of a time. I went to one in. I went on to 34 in New Orleans. Oh my gosh. And it Love was New Orleans. And it was just the streets at Bourbon. Everyone was dressed up as wrestlers. Everyone had title <laughs> belts. Holy shit. People just yes. walking around the whole time. It was wild. It was it's right. it's a wrestling geeks heaven. Is it, is it is it always in April or the yeah. time of year? Yeah. We just right. got to get someone to sponsor us. Yeah, Give us tickets. If WrestleMania could just send us there, you know. Uh yeah. we'd appreciate it. Uh, Peacock and and Ed. NBC, you guys want to let us know. Hey Cheers to Peacock, too. It was seamless. It It worked? Oh, wow. Look at that. They're going to love that comment. I mean, a streaming service that just did a good job. Wow. Everything For a live event, because if anything is going to go wrong, that's when. That Peacock doesn't have an Amazon Fire Stick app somehow? Oh, that's annoying. Well, it's new. Really had to. It's a new new thing. But still, it's it's been a few months. Oh, that's true. But isn't it? Peac- I isn't still it Pe- Yeah, but I think Peacock is also. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, there was a new app. I, I, I put it on the Apple TV. Yeah. Get on my browser and like download it. Airplay onto my, it onto my. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Whatever. Some minor inconvenience. All right. Well, thanks to CBS Sports for the uh, picture there. Thank you guys for giving us an update on WrestleMania in the sports world. Andy, why don't you tell us uh, about the uh, tournament, the big golf competition that where they have the green jackets and uh, it's the yellow logo and it's where the top golfers come to play. Uh, how'd it go this year? You basically said it all. And I'm <laughs> guessing I'm the only one that watched this at all. Mike, I, I watch highlights. I'm not, I wasn't. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm like, this is like. Is this the guy that won right here? Yeah, Hideki Matsuyama. Is, were you happy about it? Um, yeah, I was happy for him. I didn't realize he never won a major championship before. He looks thrilled. Oh, yeah. he. I mean, it, it gets you emotional when you Change watch him. Life. You definitely, like when they walk off the green and they realize like what they just did. Yeah. Because it's I'm, four days of just and grinding. At the, and at that moment, it's, I'm the best. I had I had this on for almost every hour that it was on from Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. And it's just epic. This course is absolutely beautiful. They doing crowds there anymore like right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, I know bit. that they did taper it back for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, it's just this course is just beautiful. Yeah. Um where was historic. it? Is it always a different it's always now? the same Augusta, Georgia. It's only the same course. It's the one one major of uh the PGA that's in the same place all the others like rotate. Um, unless I'm completely off base there. No, but you're right. Um but yeah, it's just, I mean, look at that jacket. Look how excited he is. Oh, it's so but great. Yeah, he, congratulations. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You can see the pure joy on his face. Oh, yeah. And what's um, his name again? Hideki Matsuyama. Okay, well, good he job. Ten, ten, yeah, I got. I have to make sure I got that right. <laughs> ten, 10 under, Will Zalatoris was 9 under. Um, Will Zalatoris looks exactly like Happy Gilmore's caddy. He does. the greatest. Oh, yes. I think on one of his clubs he had. Yeah, it's a, something like but that. Mr. Gilmore. I'm your caddy. Oh my gosh, he has it like so engraved cool. on one of, one of his clubs. So I'm I'm a huge golf fan. I golf at any time I ever can. And just watching this, I actually did have a moment Saturday to myself, and I was like, "The f do you enjoy watching this so much? You're just like, but you, you're watching people just play golf. But, but you but you love golf. Why. Yeah, it's so entertaining. You play a lot. Yeah. So I mean, you're into it. I get it, man. Golf's cool. Like golf is one of these things where it's so specialized. And like to be good, you truly just have to like play all the time. Oh yeah. Well, and also, uh, do you think there's like a born with it component with golf, or is it like you truly a could like, could a person that like isn't born with? Because Tiger was playing. I saw the Tiger documentary, and he was he, playing like two, yeah, three. two. But his dad wanted him to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, had he not played when he was two? What if he started when he was like eleven? You know, would he have been as good? No. No. Hey, so he would have been in it, right? Yes. Yeah. But then he got injured. Correct. With that car accident. Yeah. We don't. No one knows what his status really is. There's not a lot of information. Because he was in the hospital. I don't think he'll ever play again. Yeah. I oh. I think I, it's pretty, it's pretty, it'd be pretty crazy if he did. Hey, just to quote the He's, tweet from Barack Obama, he said, I know one thing, it's not to count out Tiger Woods. It's also true. I, I really mean that, that if anyone can come back from this, but it's him. But I think his first car accident was like at 11 miles an hour, and this one was like at 85. How yeah. old <laughs> is he now? Sorry to get off 40 on a tangent. 40-something? 40-something, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's high 40s. All right. Anything else from the Masters? Um, man, just look at that green jacket. I it just—it's a great photo. Thanks to ABC News for the help here with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I—I I, I just gotta—I th- mean, toot my own horn for a second. Yeah. But Wednesday, I drove over to Illinois to make some legal sports bets. Sure. Of course, um, it is. Yes. The, and right. just randomly threw down five bucks on my boy Tommy Fleetwood to get a hole in one. Uh huh. Hole in ones obviously don't happen very often. That was just—it's like. 80 to 1 odds. Even as a guy that doesn't know golf that well, I know it's extremely rare for hole in ones. And day one, I'm watching and it says Tommy Fleetwood makes history. No. Hole in one. Wow. What's the payout on a hole in one? Uh, 80 to 1. So I 80 to 1. $400 in my pocket. Well, hey, man. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah. I, I've been seeing like the new signs like right over in Illinois. Like St. Louis is right across the river from Illinois. And there's like signs for like the fan duel. Like the casino is like brought to you by FanDuel now, yes. and like I know Penn National Gaming, who has like the national chain, like they partnerable par- parcel sports, and they're so, at the Argosy. Yes, the Argosy Casino. Like there's um, all this DraftKings is yes. Casino Queen. Yep, it's FanDuel. So, that's where I went. FanDuel took over the horse track out there. Yes, so they're taking. I mean, I know not everyone 
listens that listens to us is from the St. Louis area, but right. they're spreading across the country. Well, yeah, so. no, just yeah, no, because I'm seeing the signs more. I'm seeing like these names that I've known for years, DraftKings and and like you said, FanDuel getting into these casinos. It seems like the gaming and online betting and even in-person betting world is like at new heights. Yeah, like, it I just think- seems like more people are adopting it more betting is now just completely legal when it was used to be totally illegal to I, do sport betting. Yeah. I think New Jersey almost like earlier in the pandemic, like January, February, like tripled Vegas uh-huh. betting. Like yeah. New Jersey wow. like tripled it, like how much revenue they made for sports gambling with the ads. Wow. I'm on a heater, boys. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you're on fire. We need to keep going. All right, cool. Uh, well, not. congratulations again to the Masters champion. And we'll always count on Andy for our golf updates. We got another major in a few months, though. What's yep. the next? What's the next one? No clue. But there's it's either the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, or the British. British Open. Yep. Have you ever been to one of these events? I've been not to a major championship, but I've been to the Waste Management Open in Phoenix twice, mm. and it's. But there's plenty of trash cans. It's rowdy. Yes, there's a lot of trash cans. It is rowdy. It is they trash. have zero <laughs> party, zero waste. They oh, manage it. I yeah. like that. They manage it. They, That's they right. manage it's the, it. It's in the name. But yeah, it's, it's wild. All right, let's go to our next one then. Uh, PC Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell us about on NBC? Got this image from New Times here. What's his name? Glenn Howerton? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Always Sunny. AP Bio. So, yeah, from Always Sunny, you've, but uh, AP Bio, yeah. this is his show. Yeah. A little I, kn- s- I know about this show. I want to put a little asterisk on the NBC because the first two seasons, yes. Oh. Third season moved to Peacock. Okay. Well, th- which is NBC. So, me wanting to watch WrestleMania. I had to get Peacock. Well, guess what? Season three of AP Bio is on Peacock. And but season one and two, season one and two aired on NBC, and I watched them. I would but Peacock call, is NBC. Yes, but you have to pay for it separately. And they're than he, NBC. and they're doing like the t- that's how they do tiers. Yeah. So okay, like there's a tier that I bought because I'm cheap. The five dollar tier. Oh yes. And so it's like you got ads. Ads. Okay. And then there's a premium for ten dollars, but ad free. Mm. I mean, yeah, because like I saw the free version, you get like the first two seasons of The Office. Yeah. And like I was like, oh, I didn't have to put my credit card in. and I'm watching AP bio. Did I just cheat the system, Peacock? And if nope. And have you seen one, two and three? All all three seasons or I've seen one and two full about halfway through season three. There's only eight episodes. This was a show kind of like the Snyder Cut that was going to be axed gone and they kind of saved it. And I think Peacock is a perfect place for this. I call it kind of always sunny light because, again, it's NBC. They can't do as much stuff as they do on always sunny. Um, But he's a teacher that uh, wants to be better than a teacher. And he thinks he's this big author, but he goes back to his hometown. Mm, And um, he takes this job. Patton Oswalt is his principal. Love Patton Oswalt. And those kids behind him are his AP bio class. Yes. And they basically just get into schemes of him scheming to get revenge on people or to do something and to do all this. And it's just like a small group of them. Yeah. And so he has a little freedom of that. Okay. Yeah. I've always wondered about the premise. So yeah. I really appreciate that because I've actually yeah. always wondered, like, how did he, how does Glenn Howerton, like in this photo, he's got a black eye and a neck yeah. brace on. And like, you're like, how is this? Oh, and a crowbar. Yeah. How is how is this guy teaching kids and why? So he's in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. All and right. uh, his mother passes away and he takes over a state, but he wants to be this big author, but he's stuck in Toledo, Ohio. And it's it's good, huh? But he can't get out. It's it's entertaining. Yeah. All right. It is good. Jeez, I'm, you got me interested now because I've seen this show for years, like yeah. on the promos, and I'm like, I just don't know. The kids are funny. Um, Giggler, have you seen it? Um, I have not. I I mean. 
huge Sonny fan. Sonny's probably one of my top five shows of all time. Oh yeah, but, always Sonny. So great. He's he's like the best. He, I think he's the best character in Sonny. Oh, that's the hardest part about it. Like they're all so good. They all bring show. something. They the do. Table. You're right. You're it's so like right. South Park characters. You can't. I can pick a South Park, but it's like it's hard to pick. I I think change my mind all the time. Like Frank. I mean, you have a Charlie. Yeah, you're going to pick Frank? You're going to pick Charlie? If you have a heavy Charlie and Frank yeah, episode, it's, it's hard all, to go against That's him. a whole other story. But. When those two are like, you're like, oh, good. The boil in the denims. <laughs> 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 well, you got to. Just, I love how they explain all their other whole life. But, they have that roommate and they explain <laughs> to them all their different parts of the evening. Night, Night crawlers. crawlers. <laughs> yep. Oh, toe knife. The toe knife. <laughs> the poop in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Just unbelievable. Okay, you recommend it. It's on my list officially. I, eventually, you, yeah, you know a, how that goes. It's a show where you can enjoy and have a good laugh. All right, listener, let us know if you're watching AP Bio, available as we've heard. Peacock sounds like the full range Yeah, to get it all. You're, yeah, you're, you're going to have to go to Peacock. Yeah, you're going to go, I mean, go to Peacock. Maybe Hulu, though. Sometimes I, I, you, sometimes yeah. there's crossover. That seat. Can I get on a soapbox for a second? Yeah. These streaming, there's too much streaming for one. Obviously, it's saturated. But again, like, like, why do you think we have this podcast? There's too like people need help to like hear about what to watch. That's like, that's, like, that's like the whole thing. The interface isn't bad on this Peacock. Okay, okay, so you're gonna brag on it. Um, but like Amazon Prime, when I'm on their app, I don't know which channels I have and what I don't, and they're showing me stars and they're showing me HBO and they're showing me this, but I know I have HBO. Mm. I don't know if I can click on this on Amazon Prime and then I gotta get out and go to. A, HBO Max, and now there's a Paramount Plus. You know what's even worse is when you get on, like, say, Hulu, and there's a movie, and you click it, and then it's, like, just not available. But it's in Hulu, and it's like, oh, well, I have the a premium, and it's like, it's not even available anywhere else. It's Hulu, just like, you can just look at the poster here. Hulu's the most frustrating of the apps, I feel. That yeah. or Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime's pretty glitchy. Yeah. I agree. And the crossover's getting real weird. You're like, oh, if you have Showtime, if you have yeah, the- yeah Showtime, is and on you there like a click lot. it, and you're like, well, do I have this or not? And then there's, I mean, we we've realized, Andy, when we were doing that, what's coming up in April, there was a lot of stuff on Hulu and Amazon Prime, like a lot, yeah, yeah, of that were on both, and I was like, what's that mean? Like, are they the same thing? It's getting hard. It's, I know, like Hulu has like FX. But you guys then- talk about flipping channels. I mean, that's why, and I think people are starting to get back to that type of thing. And it's the same reason that like radio is like bigger this year than it's been in twenty years. People are like hungry for being surprised, but like what's coming on because you got to pick, you got to hand pick too much stuff. I kind of like Pandora every once in a while over Spotify because it's just random. I'll tell you this: I've Good had Sirius XM in my car for years, yeah. and. Just having a radio station. I love the genres. Yeah. And just like, I don't know what song I'm going to hear today. I agree. I had it for a while. I think that all these streaming services are going to come back and collide. We're going to have like just a list of channels again. I think it's all going to come right. It's good. I mean, people have been saying this for years. It's not this. I'm not saying anything new, but it's going to be like you have one app or something. I mean, Apple already started doing this on the Apple TV years ago. The Apple TV app pulls in everything you watch from everything. And it says like, this I love is- that. Well, that's what you need then, because it shows you like what is next in your lineup, despite what you watch it on. So if you watch Snyder Cut on HBO Max, then you watch AP Bio on Peacock, Apple TV will tell you, like, you need to watch this first, and then this next. I didn't know that was a thing until I opened up Apple TV on my phone the other day, and it's like, you, you're currently watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I'm like, how did you know? And then it'll keep track for you and let you know when there's a new episode. Yeah. 
text. It'll like so you it, your phone, message. which it's too much. But you'll and I even turn off a lot of those alerts now. But anyway, we are we're on Tangent City. But either way, we know there's a lot out there. God, there's so much. We're trying to get a rain on it ourselves, so we'll keep we'll try to help where we can, listener, viewer. Um, AP Bio, though, check it out. Recommended, and it's uh, on our list. So watch for it in the future. I had a couple. Hmm. First up, Goodfellas. I watched it. First time ever. Heck yeah. First time. First time? Yesterday. That looks just like us. <laughs> <laughs> Got an image here uh, from Shortlist, and uh, this is on HBO Max, where I watched it. Goodfellas. And uh, I had never seen it. Unbelievable. So great. Martin Scorsese, just unbelievable. The shooting, the acting is on point. Robert De Niro in this thing. Can you guys help me with some of these other names? Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta is the Joe, main dude. Right? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, of course. And then who played? Yeah, that's the one probably no one knows. He played. Uh, He's in a lot of stuff. Polly. Polly. Yeah. Um. So great. Uh. The filming style was so awesome. Every actor showed up. I think the movie came out in 1990, if I remember correctly. And uh, yeah, it was my first time. Just had never got around to this one. Totally see the hype. I can absolutely see why it's one of the best movies. And uh, definitely wanted to give it a rating because I would love to watch this again. You know, yesterday was a lazy Sunday, and you know, there's parts where you, like Andy does, snoozes a little bit. Paul yeah. Savino is his name. Paul Savino playing Polly. Um, but I could see myself definitely watching this one. You know, every couple of years or so. I mean, I give it a solid. Uh, actually, I wrote it down to make sure I stuck to it. Three point five. Wow. Yeah. Love very, that. very good. I mean, I can't really say enough about it. Uh, a lot of things have already been set up there, and I'm really late to the game, so I'm caught up. I loved it. Goodfellas. True story. And it's, yeah, that was the biggest part. And I didn't really know anything about the story. So I'll say spoiler alert for the film if you've never seen it. Um, but that ending, I was like, oh, my gosh. OK. And then he spoiler alert. Go ahead. Henry Hill, who's Ray Liotta plays. Yes. Was in witness protection and hated it and got out of witness protection and was basically a minor celebrity. And got back into crime a little got bit back too crime, for a while. Doing some drugs. Got caught that. like in the Northwest doing some stuff or something. There was an actually ESPN 30 for 30. But they didn't mm. even hardly talk about this. It just mentioned once in the movie. Uh-huh. They were part of the Boston College point shaving scandal, uh, gambling. They were all a part of that, like paying players to like throw games and do stuff in games. Oh my gosh! It's just mentioned in the movie. Um, largest robbery in history. They did the Lafayette Heist, wow. where they start having to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh Joe, Joe Pesci won an Oscar for this. Just wild, so, just wild that it's true. Wild how this went down and. uh there's just something appealing about that lifestyle of like, just about the 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 Italian Americans in these generations and the Irish. History. And some of these are Irish. Some of it, well, made. in Irish, yeah, that's 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 the main dude. Yeah. That's like his Henry whole thing. Hill's, He's half Irish. Henry Hill's Irish. Henry Hill. Yeah. Robert De Niro in this is Irish. Wow. And they cannot be made men. And that's exactly what it is. You can't be at the top yeah. of the mob, or they don't even call themselves with the mob or no. mafia, but like the family because yeah. you're not full blooded, and they can't look back to see. The old where you come from in the, the old, old country. country. Yep, it was just it's just interesting. I mean, I and then how much how much of this cast ends up in the Sopranos? Yeah, I mean, pretty mean, good amount. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just like I didn't know that the therapist from yep, uh, awesome. She's yeah. fantastic in this movie. Lorraine Bracco. Oh, she's fantastic. She plays. So, she nails the role. Karen Hill. Yeah. Yes, it's so good. Loved it. I haven't seen this in forever. Yeah. Well, so you're saying these good fellas weren't actually that good yeah well they're a couple well, well they're wise guys yeah too you see they're not just good fellows they're wise guys and if you tell somebody they're a good fella that means they're part of the family but they talk about like, the culture in the movie about like we're only together like there's no one else from the outside ever in because if you bring in someone from the outside that's all i kept thinking was if i bumped into one of these dudes 
and I hear them talking about doing the stuff they're doing, I'd be like, what? <laughs> you can't be doing like you're killing people like you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like in like the normalcy but of it all you I know Henry Hill never got his hands dirty they say I guess but that did he? but did he in the movie though no he's around he's around and he's always like oh no alright and then I have one more what you watching uh, definitely give it up oh. for good fellas but I finally got around to seeing this thing also on HBO Max this image came from Movies Anywhere is their website and uh, it's the mu- New Mutants and this is on HBO Max. This is on HBO Max. It's one of the new arrivals this month. Okay. Hey, you know how I knew about that? Just listen to a couple good looking guys. <laughs> talk- <laughs> did you hear it on a podcast? <laughs> Heard it on my favorite podcast. I was going to guess, did your Apple phone tell you? No, that I it's mean, on there? Uh, it probably did also. But no, that's I knew about it from the comic book article that we had highlighted. Yeah, the New Mutants. So just a little setup. This movie uh, came out in 2018 and or 17, 17 or 18. And um. Has the has the girl that plays Arya Aya from Game of Thrones? Has the guy, the older brother from Stranger, Stranger Things? Things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, some people that I just don't know. A lot of new faces, which Same. is cool. Here's a here's a, what I'm gonna give the highlight for it. And um, have you guys seen it? First of all, I don't I don't know anything about this. Okay, I'm gonna keep it spoiler free then, so you can go out and watch this, and not feel like I'm gonna ruin it. And that way, you listener viewer, if you haven't seen it yet, this is for you pretty much. Synopsis though, I mean the movie's called The New Mutants. And it's it's about mutants you never heard of, but that live in the Marvel uh, Fox world of like the mutants. And I guess this is maybe you can look this up for us, PC Mike. The new the new mutant studio is what I'm curious about. Like, is this a Fox property? I would assume yes. Um, that'd be something. That'd be a good answer to question question to answer. But my thing was, I heard bad things about this movie, and then before it even came out, I was told that like this is not really a X Men movie. It's like uh, a horror movie and it's like in this hospital and it's more it's more creepy and spooky like a thriller than it is a X-Men movie. So in my mind, it took me this long to watch it. First of all, it's 2021. Yeah. And I've, I'm telling you that all that was completely wrong. Like this is an X-Men movie like for like X-Men fans and there are references that like connect the dots and like the setup from beginning to end and where they leave this movie. I was excited. I thought this is cool. I might give it up. I mean. I'm going to just give my rating right now, get out of the way, is a 3.1. Wow. Makes me want to watch it. 3.1. I mean, I was surprised. I think there are holes in it. I think that they could have, they had a little bit of a DC problem in terms of a lot of characters. Just I, There were stories that they started to flesh out that needed more, but grain of salt, I highly recommend you go watch it. If you're a superhero fan, you have to see this, I think. Yeah. A couple things. Go ahead. The original release date was in 2018. Okay. The actual release date is was August twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Oh wow! So it so it got really really delayed. That's really right. Delayed. You were so right. It was um, one of the major delays. Their budget was like sixty seven to eighty million dollars, and their box office was like forty seven million. So Ooh. pretty big flop. Pretty big flop. But also with that little budget, they did a pretty good job. I'll tell you that. Um, and first, I mean, this was kind of I say little weird to me. The New Mutants was theatrically released August twenty eighth, twenty twenty. By 20th Century Studios. Okay, so that's that's Fox. Yep. And then I go over here. But now it, Disney, I yeah, assume, Disney, owns these. Now distributed by Walt Disney Studios yes. motion picture. Yes. Okay, so I was but, just making sure it was like nobody else that was weird, like a weird Sony yeah. character that they owned or something. But this is on HBO Max. It is. So that's more. not Disney? That's really interesting. What uh, the? F- what we just talked about. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, like what? How confusing is that? Like why is a Disney slash Fox property on HBO Max? I'm going to watch this now, but 
Why know. isn't it on Disney Plus or even like what else? Where does so- does Sony stuff typically live on HBO? <laughs> I don't know. Like where does Sony stuff live? Like well, on the Walkman? No, it lives on Disney Plus. Like those one by one, they've been dropping. Oh, it's but not Spider Man. Spider Man isn't on Disney Plus. It's, nope. it's no, it isn't. There's You're like right. a gray area of just but, competition. But X Men. Like the Brian Singer X Men's are the first three or whatever, and X Men Origins Wolverine. I think Days of First Future Past is for sure on there. Okay, I think once they just get past a certain amount of time, it just that becomes the rights of whatever side. It's just like okay. all in their agreements, and they're so confusing yeah. it's impossible to keep track of. But like I tried to because mm. we're gonna interesting. We're gonna <laughs> talk a little Spider Man, and I was like, oh, I'll pop yeah. on to HBO, Hell or yeah. I'll pop on to Disney Plus. It's not there. How did you watch it? cable television <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> fx yeah it was on fx all right well uh new mutant new mutants it is on hbo max and that's my rating but you guys haven't seen it you said you're gonna watch it i'll watch it yeah and you said there are ties not, i'll tell like, you right now uh, this isn't a movie i'm gonna push on anybody to watch i just think if you have the time and you hit that point in your life where you're like i need something to watch this is definitely one to throw on i need that okay not long-term commitments just give, give me a couple hours of one night where i'm Buddy, it's not even a couple hours. It's well, 94 minutes. I'll say this. Yeah. You know, this was the spoiler-free review. This is perfect. Get you warmed up. You guys go watch it, and when we've all three seen it, let's talk about it again, because I really would like to hash out some of the specific like X-Men references in the in the movie. Perfect. All right, guys. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, the rest of the episode, MCU Heavy kicking off with a Spider-Man Far From Home quick recap leading us right into... Holy shit. Cannot wait to talk about it. Episode four of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Stick around. We'll be right back. The meat. Welcome back from the break. Logan here. Mostly superheroes. PC Mike and the Giggler. In the second half of the episode here with the meat all about the MCU. Been doing this really fun thing, watching the old stuff with the new stuff as phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe makes its way through 2021. WandaVision has come and gone. The Falcon and Winter Soldier has six episodes. We are going to talk about episode four at the end of this. We are definitely saving the best for last today. Let me tell you that. And with the old stuff, using the hashtag MCU Rewatch, get over and check out the whole library at MostlySuperheroes.com. All of these recaps, they're getting quicker. They're getting tighter. The connections are there. We hit the hits for you. I tell you what matters most, and it's uh, filling up the website. Have you guys been over there in a while? Like I have like wet dreams about this page. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good looking. It's better than dreams that, with the Joker. But that caught me. So that was a full legit laugh I just gave right there. Uh, that was a good job, Googler. Yeah, it looks so good, huh? It's just like you just scroll down it, and you're like, look at all these awesome posters awesome. movies and uh libraries looking good if, if you have not been to the website mostly superheroes.com we keep it fresh we're up we update it almost daily and the instagram like we always highlight go check it out and today's movie next up in the rewatch coming off captain america civil war ant-man doctor strange and guardians of the galaxy volume two taking place just before thor ragnarok it's the 16th mcu title Sony and Marvel Studios come together. And let me tell you, Marvel fans were pumped to see this. Let's give it up for this one. It is Spider-Man Homecoming. It came out July 7th, 2017, just three months after Guardians 2. 
So that was a fun year for superhero <laughs> movies. Uh, the budget was $175 million, and it didn't do bad at all. It made $880.2 million. Uh, a lot of hype around the movie. Uh, this was the third re or not th- remake, the third live-action Spider fan- Spider-Man franchise, if I can get it out. And uh, let me tell you, man, I was excited for this one. Let's do some gut checks around the room. Giggler, when did you see this one last? Was it in your rewatch uh, uh, a couple months I'm ago? Definitely. Like this is always on like the movie channels, and I find myself watching it. So that, that's right. I don't know how to worry about the commercial conundrum that we talked about earlier. But uh huh. Um, I mean, anytime I see this is on, I'll probably turn it on. And you've always talked highly of Spider Man. Um, are you a big fan of the Tom Holland Spider Man? Oh yeah, yeah. Anytime. You like him? He's. Oh man. I don't. I don't think I can have a Spider-Man ranking thing right now. So. No, it's okay. Keep wait. Don't <laughs> worry. You're gonna have the opportunity to to rate this movie, and we definitely gotta ha- talk about that. At, maybe today. Maybe we'll see. Let's just table that till <laughs> Spider Verse. Well, well this, not Spider Verse. Here's but the thing. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. We're gonna do connections today, but I'm gonna keep it a little light because we have to talk about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home in like two weeks. So like that'll be a better time because yeah. that's that's the last Spider-Man movie you're gonna see before. Spider-Man 3, which comes out in December of this year. I mean, we That's got a, crazy. We got a Spider-Man movie this year. Like, this is uh, the first one, the first solo flick. Um, and it did come off of Captain America Civil War. We'll talk about the connections. PC Mike, you watched it. Yesterday. <laughs> All right. Feel prepared today. Hell yeah. I'm so glad. How did it uh, how'd it go? I've, and I, I, was it the first time you had seen it? No. Okay. Not the first time I've seen it, but it's been a long time. And I had to watch it on FX because I looked on Disney Plus. It wasn't there. I looked on HBO. I did my little voice thing on my remote. I could buy it for $4 and watch it on Amazon or rent it for $4. But luckily, Sunday, flipping through the channels, just like our movie, uh, Movie Madness, it was on. Unbelievable. And you said FX. FX. Oh, well, and that's so random. You reminded me of all this. I forgot that it's not on Disney Plus. Which makes me think, I, you know what I watched? I didn't even think about it. I, I bought it back when it first came out on digital release. So I watched my digital copy. Um, but you found it on FX. That's awesome. But Far From Home yes, is on Amazon Prime for free if you have Amazon Prime. If you have Prime. Yes. Um, really good to know. Uh, this is the kind of stuff I want to help people like go out and find this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much fun. Let's do the quick recap. Last time we did it in two and a half minutes. You have a timer ready again? I can do that. Let's do it again. Let's see. Just, just, uh, just for sake, we're. Gonna, I, I want to like maybe aim for two minutes, but here's the thing: it's just too hard to know. Um, but based on what we got here, we're gonna wrap this thing up real quick. Spider-Man: Homecoming, Phase Three, MCU title number sixteen. Really nice poster here from the Politech. Appreciate it. And like I said, this was the uh, coming together of Sony and Marvel. Sp- Spider-Man is a Sony property, and uh, they basically lent out this character. To make it happen. And uh, it was pretty exciting. So let's do the quick recap. Andy, you got the timer ready? Yep. You tell me when you're ready. Go ahead and hit it right now in three, two, one. All right. Mm. Spoiler alert right now. Spider-Man Homecoming. Here comes everything that happens real quick. And a little bit of tidbits. Connect the dots kind of along the way. Give you the story. Came out in 2017. Again, this is based on Spider-Man, the Marvel character. World famous. Uh, created by Stan Lee, RIP, and Steve Ditko, co-produced by Columbia Pictures and Marvel Studios, and distributed by Sony Pictures, of course. So that's where the collaboration comes in. And while this is the third Spider-Man we've seen on the big screen, you know, first, of course, Rami's 
uh, Tobey Maguire and then Andrew Garfield. This is the third iteration of the character we've seen in our generation on the big screen. And it's the first solo Spider-Man movie within the MCU. So that's like the big differentiator is like, how is this Spider-Man movie different than the ones that came out before? It's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This character was introduced in Captain America Civil War as a recruit of Tony Stark, our Iron Man, played by Robert Downey Jr., who plays a mentor character in this movie. You have Iron Man in this film. You talk about being in the MCU. Maybe the most, arguably the most famous character out of the MCU is in this film. Directed by John Watts. A lot of people in the kitchen on this one, but it came out just fine. But still, a lot of folks. Directed by John Watts. Screenplay by the writing teams of Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, Watts and Christopher Ford, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. And uh, stars Tom Holland returning, reprising his role as Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, struggling with the going from facing off against Captain America and all these Avengers. I mean, he literally fought Captain America, Falcon, the Winter Soldier in Civil War. This movie picks up right where it left off. You know, you got he's he's actually watching video footage of like him fighting at the airport. It's <laughs> awesome. I love that scene. Him and Happy. You got a uh, Happy in the film coming back as you know Tony Stark's kind of right hand man, played by the incredibly talented John Favreau, who's you know usually in the writing room on all these films as well. And in this one, Spider Man is facing off against Batman himself, Michael Keaton. <laughs> You know, this guy that's a construction worker gets his work taken away by the Avengers. They're like, he's like, I'll clean up the mess from the 2012 Avengers movie. There's your connection right there. And then they say, no, you can't. The Avengers will clean it up. He gets pretty ticked. He becomes the vulture, the bad guy of the film. You also have Gwyneth Paltrow coming back as Pepper Potts. Zendaya's in the movie playing Mary Jane Watson, a.k.a. MJ in this one. A couple other names to be aware of. Donald Glover, Jacob, Adelon, Laura. Harrier and Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Aunt Yay. <laughs> Aunt Tomei. <laughs> A lot of pup jokes there. <laughs> and then, like I mentioned, Robert Downey Jr. coming in as Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man, a.k.a. the dad-like mentor figure to, uh, to Peter. Mentor to Peter. In the film, Peter Parker learns that you can't really start at the top and be an Avenger. You gotta be patient, work hard, and even if you have special abilities, you can't just be an Avenger. You got to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, work your way up. But he does end up beating the Vulture in the end, sends him to jail. Ends up turning down being an Avenger in the end, even though it's offered to him. He says, I'm going to go have a little piece of that little life before I get called up to the big leagues, which he does for us fans in Avengers Infinity War. It's a great film. I loved it. And uh, that's Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, I see it. Way too long. Tree fifty. Oh man, that was way three fifty. Yeah, All I right. knew you were going down a path when you started talking about like production. Well, people. sometimes <laughs> I just get carried away, and I I, I want to give credit where it's due. But anyway, pretty quick. There's a, a nice recap for you. A little bit of the connections, the big stuff that happens. Let's talk about top moments in the film. Um, my number one, for sure, is him crawling to the top of Washington Monument. That's awesome. So cool. The helicopter comes in like we're going to shoot you. And they always they, what they do really good in this movie is they really bring you down to earth of like, what would it be like to be Spider-Man as a young kid? He's legit looking down off that top of the thing. And he's like, I'm scared to death. His suit's like 
oh, you didn't install your parachute or something. Yeah, it says your parachute. Yeah, you didn't reinstall your parachute, so don't fall. Yeah. Um, I also love Ned in this movie. His oh, best yeah. friend Ned. Ned's awesome. I forget uh, his name's on my list too, but I don't know exact. I don't know which one he is. Maybe um, Jacob Batalon. Yeah, Jacob yeah, Batalon. That's it. And he's hilarious. I love when he finds out that Peter, like his friend Peter, is Spider Man, mm-hmm. and the questions he gives him. Or he's he's just all of us. He says, "How do you shoot the strings?" <laughs> he just calls them strings, and he goes, "If I he goes, if I could shoot scre- strings, I just go to the top of the building and shoot as far as I could." <laughs> I mean, that's what we do. That's literally what yep. we do. He goes, uh, can that spider bite me? <laughs> the one that made him into Spider-Man. Um, and the in-fight stuff is awesome. I mean, Peter fighting Vulture. getting Vulture corrupt. was awesome. Oh, Michael Keaton. What a bad guy. It's awesome. That's a great bad guy for someone I knew nothing about really prior. So. Yeah, what it feel like, uh, Mike, as seeing Batman as like just this full-on villain? I think he... I think he just turned like 180 and like he was a villain. I know. Like him driving them and you, you know it. Yeah. And Peter knows it, but he doesn't know it yet. And you oh. see him like it finally click in the car when he's taking him to the homecoming. Yes, it all oh, yeah. comes together. He's like, stay in here, Pete. I got to talk to you for a second. And, and literally looks a 17 year old kid in the eye and goes, I'll kill you. Yeah. I'll kill you dead. No, you won't. Does he play a bad guy in anything else? Keaton? Is this like his first bad guy role? Sure, I mean, surely not. There's probably I mean, movies where he played like an antagonist, but like this is full on supervillain. He was that. Well, I never actually hand up Birdman. I was going to say, he's oh, been yeah, a Birdman before. That's right. But Birdman. he was an ex superhero doing stuff. So kind of a down and out in Birdman, I think. Well, Birdman is like, that's an interesting movie. That's yeah. totally different. But uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like that, that realm. Um, I love the airplane scene, the whole concept of the Avengers are moving from downtown New York to the Avengers campus, and there's a flight that's going to take all their stuff, and Michael Keaton's going to try to rob this thing. I'd love that. And genius. I lo- genius. Um, Mike, tell me about this, fi- this fight scene with Spider-Man and Keaton whenever he uses his yeah. wings to make the concrete collapse on yeah, top then- of him. He's he first says something like, Hey, you ready or something like, You ready to do this, Pete? And he's like, You haven't even touched me yet. He's like, You didn't you thought I was trying to touch you? Yeah. And then he like comes down on him. Awesome. Awesome twist. The graphics and special effects for that flight suit. Yeah. Top notch. Really look amazing. Really looks like it's flying. I think my my favorite person in this whole movie though is Hannibal Burris, who's the gym teacher. Oh my god. <laughs> Hilarious. And they're watching like those Captain America videos. He's like, I'm pretty sure he's a war criminal now, but I have to show you this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Captain America on the rolling TVs talking yeah. to these kids about he's, gym or whatever. He's standing on the wrong side of the TV, and Captain America goes, "Here's your gym teacher," and he's on their other side, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "I love that little tie-in." You know, they're trying to ground you in that Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can feel that. That's cool. And then uh, Zendaya is not even mentioned as MJ in this. Is she? She's like Michelle. Not to no. the very end. Yeah. Yeah, to the very end. She says like her name and then she says, You can call me MJ. That is true. I yeah. I never I don't know if I realized that. I guess I had just oh I once I learned it, I just was like, Oh, that's MJ. Yeah. Um I also said just basically every scene with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, just him on screen and seeing him in this movie. Um, it's kind of this is where I feel like the movie's hard to hate, is that this is a Spider Man film. I think it did really well. And then you got him just hanging out with Iron Man. It was cool, like 
I love that I just watched this so I can like add more. Yes. Than I usually do. I know. But when he first shows up. You've been quiet it, during this section the last few weeks. <laughs> and it's just the Iron Man suit and it's empty. Yeah. And then the next time he's like, oh, you can't even come and be here for me. And he's like, boom, I'm here. I'm here. Like, that's cool. And I love like the beginning of the movie whenever he's letting him out and he goes to open the door and yeah. Peter hugs him and he's like, he's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not hugging you. I'm just, I'm just opening the door. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Classic. So good. Uh, any other p- top parts from you guys before we get into uh, our ratings here? Giggle or anything else that we're know. missing? The fairy scene was pretty. Oh, fairy oh, scene. Hell yeah. Just iconic. Just like, yeah. Like it him with me, all the webs. Gave me Tobey Maguire vibes when he was. It did. And yep. Being pulled apart. Yeah. Yep. And just he just totally flubbed up. He just. 98%. So they say. What was did, that? You had. Your survival percentage was 98%. Uh-huh. So he had two percent that he messed up. That he messed. He just missed like a couple. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first watched this. I I like I I didn't hate on it by any means. I always loved it, but I I did feel like I was like, man, he really, really they really made him in like a. He's really a new Spider-Man in this movie. It's not like the origin movie of him getting his powers. It's like this is what happens after he's already met the Avengers. He gets a new suit. All right, then what happens? Um. But after seeing, without giving any spoilers, just after seeing what happens with him in the future movies, then we just mentioned there's a third movie <laughs> coming out now in December. Um, I mean, this is the potential in my mind just to be a staple Avenger. You know, it's like this could be a, a character like and I understand kind of this route of, you know, he's got to learn his ways. He's not just awesome. You know, he's got to learn. And they're doing something new because at the very end, Aunt May catches him. In the spider suit. Yes. And has Aunt May ever really known that not in the Tobey Maguire movie, she really didn't. Well, it's hard not to give a spoiler alert when you when I'm when we say what happened, but spoiler alert for into the Spider-Verse, Aunt May does know. Okay. In the Spider-Verse. But like that's the only time I'd seen it. She's like the badass in the Spider-Verse. She like has a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll definitely do that one. That's fun. That's a good one. That's a good one. Giggle, any uh, thoughts on this? Actually, you know, feel free to go ahead and give your rating on Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. If you're um, ready. And if not, we can uh, we can go to Mike. Oh, I wrote it down earlier. I just got to make sure I quote this correctly. Uh, and sticking to it is like the biggest thing. Because for me, I get really excited in the moment. And I just want to yell like four every time. And I'm like, <laughs> just read your notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 3.4. Wow. Okay. Damn. Yeah. This is, yeah. So so rewatchable. Like there's, you can jump in at any point in time in the movie, which I have done so many times in the past, and just be entertained until the end. Yes. Um, I yeah, think I love the the kind of newerish Spider Man story. It's the same, but also different. Um, Poor and just Uncle how Ben's. it connects to everything else. Mm-hmm. Poor Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> not even like not even like mentioned. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, they could still tell that story. Some other time, who knows? We've but seen teases. We're, we're jumping into like the next movie. That yes, I know. Have and that's the trick is like not getting too far, keeping the, but connecting the dots too. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. PC Mike, any other thoughts that you didn't get to share? Because you watched this one and uh, love to hear your rating. I don't really have any other thoughts. I have not seen the next okay. one. Did you have any problems with it? I mean, for a Spider-Man movie, I really enjoyed it. I love the high school aspect better yes. than the um, Tobey Maguire ones. It felt more real. Yeah. Um, I hated how that one kid was just picking on him the whole time. The DJ flash. Like, like why are you picking on him? The that's whole time? in the comics. That's who, in that flash, that's flash Gordon? Thompson Thompson. Yeah. Flash Gordon. That'd be cool. Flash Thompson in the Peter Parker one or the, not in the Maguire. Maguire ones. That's 
Joseph Manello or whatever. Mangello? Mangello. Oh, He's yeah. Manginio? Manginio. He beats him up in the... Yeah. I still yeah, can't yeah. say his name right. Yeah, yeah. I saw that the other day. Like a few weeks something ago. Like and he knows it. What is it? Manginello? Manginello? There you go. <laughs> yeah. He's married, yeah. He's married to... Uh, yeah. That's... Sophia Vergara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's married to Sophia Vergara? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, but he is. He's He plays Flash yeah. Thompson. And this one, it's like a... He looks better. That's a real Flash Thompson. Like a, That's a bully. That's a bully. This the, one and this, this one's, one's like, like a, a dweeb. He's, he's like a dweeb bully, yeah. and yeah. he's a DJ. Yeah. And like they're, they're in the elevator scene where they're saving him. He's like, save my trophy. Yeah. Then what's he calling him, like Poop Parker or something like that? Penis. <laughs> penis Parker. Yeah, Penis Parker. <laughs> They're all chanting. He's going, I say penis, you say Parker. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's high school. That's high school right there. I did love the whole high school component. I agree. Yeah. Like, you feel um, grounded in that. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird that the girl's just like at the very end. I guess we're moving to like Portland. I hear <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like that, that's how we're writing this girl the, off? The daughter of... Yeah. The vulture. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see like what happens to a family when they find out their dad was a murderer. Yeah. We're just going to move to Portland. My and mom he, says it's nice. And he was a murderer. Yeah. Like he legit like yeah. was killing his squad at that point. He just went too far. Yeah. But no, overall loved it. I actually have the same scores. Andy 3.4. No pressure. It's um could be higher if I didn't watch it on FX. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, so does that mean there were commercials? Uh, commercials, but then I just jumped on my phone. Or I actually paused it for a while and did some stuff and came back. And Yeah, so this one, I uh, yeah, I like it. I, uh, you know, I, like I said, I had problems with it at the beginning, but looking back at it, I agree with you, Andy. You can't really, it goes from one great scene to the next. The characters are so great. Tom Holland, wonderful. Ned, hilarious. I think Marissa Tomei, Robert Downey Jr. kills it. And uh, yeah, nice connection and sets you up to feel some real big things. And Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. We'll get in those connections in a minute. I'll go and give you my rating. It's a 3.4. Oh, what a sweet. I was, I was like, okay, we're all going to be the same again. We've done this before. It's not the first yeah. time. I'm excited for the next one because I've never seen the next one. You've never seen? Oh, that's great. It's another Spider-Man. And we'll talk about it. You really should see Endgame before that one. I've watched it. But I know, but it's like right after it. So, you know, it's like, it's like the, that's the first movie that came out. After so, Endgame happens, and then it's the first. It they call it a Phase Three movie. I think technically fa- uh, Far From Home is Phase Three, but I mean it. It should be Phase Four. I don't know why it's not because it is it's after Endgame post blip. Oh really? Yeah. Did they talk about the blip. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. You see some stuff. I think that's good. I mean that's 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 high level. Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yes. Yeah. Mysterio or Mystico. Or- All right, there's our ratings. Let's do uh, in credit scenes. So you get a uh, Vulture meeting Scorpion in this one, played by. Matt Gargan, you might recognize recognize Mac from Better Call Saul. He's in, I'm sure he's in other stuff too, but he has a little scorpion neck tattoo. They're in prison. He's like, I heard you know who Spider-Man is. Keaton surprises Saul and says, I don't know who he is. He's like still keeping his secret, protecting him now. What could that mean? What do you think? He's like, just that's a possible start to the the Sinister Six. Right I, I have the note right here. Hey, well, let's get hold on. We'll get into it. Number two, Chris Evans is the second scene in credit scene at the very end did you watch it no i don't think it had it on it's FX. hilarious i remembered this in theaters yep and i remember being like these motherfuckers because <laughs> it's just him doing another one of those educational videos and he says you know one of the greatest lessons a soldier can have is patience sometimes patience leads to victory sometimes it leads to nothing 
He's just like, it's that slow. And you're just looking at him and you're like, it's it's not even on the Wikipedia. What? For the end credit scene? Yeah. I mean, it has the one hey, that what? you just talked about with the scorpion. I wonder if there's another situation where they took it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on here. All right. Uh, that one didn't really do anything for the story, but I thought it was hilarious. Here's some MCU connections. Andy, getting right into what you're talking about. All right. First of all, some ones that you could watch to help, but you don't have to. Iron Man movies, Captain America movies. One that would really help is the Avengers 2012 movie. I would say that none of those are needed, though. If you're like, I just want to pick up a Spider-Man movie, you could watch this. You don't need much. And it's a fun film. It's a good point. Some must-sees, though, I would watch this movie, Homecoming, before you watch Infinity War and Endgame. There's some big payoffs for that. And, of course, Spider-Man Far From Home is the sequel. We just talked about that. And then this December 2021, we will have Spider-Man No Way Home. We're going to talk all about that in just a second. And then Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, not all about it, because obviously we got a sequel to talk about. But Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, that comes out in 2022. We have heard Benedict Cumberbatch has been seen on set in Spider-Man No Way No Way Home. So they filmed in Atlanta. They saw him on set. So this might be a movie you need to see before Doctor Strange. Who knows? Let's get into the weird stuff very quickly because we've got to talk about a Phase 4 title here in a minute. But get into what Andy was talking about. Setting up the Senator, Sinister Six. Okay, here's some weird stuff. Sony movies and characters that could connect to this world <laughs> because spider-man is a sony property and i've got a nice little recap for you here so morbius is coming out you guys familiar with morbius with jared leto the living vampire played by jared leto this is a movie that's coming out in 2022 january 2022 okay i mean right at the end of the year and michael keaton's in the trailer for that film like same Michael Keaton looks like as that yes. is at the end of the Spider-Man wearing like the same jumpsuit. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. And Jamie Foxx Electro from Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man Sony and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock from the Sam Raimi McGuire Spider-Man are confirmed in that movie. Spider Spider-Man No Way Home. They're confirmed in that movie. Those are Sony properties, two different Spider-Man films. Thanks to CBR.com for the help there. My question there is like, how? But like, it's got to be multiverse. Yep. It's got to be. And like, that's got to be the Doctor Strange tie-in. And so because of that, unconfirmed, these are rumors. These are our wish list. You could call it Tom Hardy's Venom. Sam Raimi's Tobey Maguire himself playing Spider-Man. And same for Andrew Garfield coming back. Those are kind of the maybes. Insane. Insane. All theories right now. I want to keep it quick because we go down rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. But we know that we would love to see all that. Have you guys seen the pictures of like the casting? Like also they all like signed something on the um, like they just finished rap like wrapped filming for the No Way Home. Correct. Yes. Uh, yes. So they like yes. everyone signed like a, a photo or something like that. And people were like zooming in on the signatures to see like if they were similar to like Tobey Maguire, or Andrew Garfield. Oh, I bet. And People are like, oh, it's right there. But you just don't know. How would you ever know? They signatures? were literally picking up like side by side photos of like a Tobey Maguire autograph on a picture versus what was on there. That's insane. Just give me the movie. and Let us know. Hey, but like I said, we got a couple confirmations in there. I mean, Electro's coming back. It's what in the be world? So cool, but. 
All right. All right. Um, That's Spider-Man Homecoming. Hope you appreciate the recap going in the MCU library and coming up next in the rewatch. We do ours in release order. It's the order we're sticking with at the moment. Lots of ways to watch these things. But coming up next in release order, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War. So uh, we're definitely going to do Thor and Black Panther. But we just did the Infinity Saga special at the beginning of the year. Those are set, but I'm still going to be watching personally because uh, there's no way that I could watch all these films and then not just watch it again. If you guys want to like get together and watch it <laughs> okay. like, like outside or something. Yes. Well, fire pit, well, fire pit, WrestleMania. So I'm saying Marvel, whatever. I'll, I'll be out there all day. Let us know when you're watching these films and use that hashtag MCU rewatch to take part in the conversation. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Let's do it. Let's go to phase four. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Episode four. Title of the episode. The whole world is watching. Get your shields ready. I'm not. I don't, I'm not even personally ready. Like I'm just like I'm like get yourself together here because like this was an episode. No, episode four out of six. Let me tell you this. I think if the whole world wasn't watching, I would assume that the buzz from this. I, I mean, I see people going crazy about it online. Action packed and just flat out gruesome of an ending we're gonna get there before we do it give a spoiler alert right now for the episode the whole world is watching came in at 54 minutes the description reads john walker loses patience with sam and bucky as they learn more about carly morgenthau like we always do last week on the show just to kind of set us up sam bucky and zemo are going after carly she's one of the leaders of the flag smashers you know, a.k.a. freedom fighters who get super soldier serum from the power broker, which we still don't know who it is. Shannon Carter showed up. She lives in Madripoor. John Walker, a.k.a. the new Captain America and Battlestar hit dead ends. They decide to go out on their own and find Sam and Bucky. That's what's that's where it's going to pick up in this one. And at the end of the episode, Io from Wakanda shows up for revenge on Zemo for killing King T'Chaka. That was the father of T'Challa, Black Panther. So she's here for revenge. That's where we left. Before we get into exactly what happened here, how did you react when this thing ended, Andy? Like, I think, did did you react? Did, I think it was exactly the the gift that you sent us. The um, concerned Pikachu face, just like mouth open. Yeah. That's that's the best description. Exactly what I look like. I was like, okay, Logan prepared me well for this. Overall in the episode, how'd you feel about it? Like it was pretty packed, a lot of fun. Are you still enjoying this one more than WandaVision? Oh, that's a tough one. Because I feel like you are, if you're asking me. That's my guess. But maybe you just know it better. That doesn't mean you're enjoying it more. I don't yeah. I think I think I liked WandaVision more right now, but Really? Still, okay. I mean, we still gotta see the climax of this. Yes. So two to go. Okay. Um yeah, I think there's a lot still to wrap up. And like I said earlier, there could be another season of this. So who knows where that that'll lie or what this will like directly move into next. So that's that's what I'm most excited for, for like the next couple of weeks, I think. Well, I'm going to give a nice quick recap of the story before we do that. PC Mike, how'd this one sit with you? Um, did you feel good about it? Bad about it? Lukewarm about it? I think it kind of turned the whole series for me, honestly. Wow. And I think... Um, give it up for that. I think it's a wrinkle that you can kind of see coming this wrinkle a little bit, but how they did it and like tying the title into what happened at the very end 
Yes. It was really cool. Um, a lot of symbolism. Yes. With the shield and all that stuff. So I loved it. I might have a different opinion. I think we were kind of talking before on Patreon. Maybe not so different from this room, but in general, probably a different opinion than um, a lot of people out there. But break it down. Let's do it. All right. Let's just open up where we opened the episode. Flashback to Wakanda. Hey, pay off for this guy. I mean, I yeah, thought, you was, wanted this. I've been talking about it since forever. It was, I'll be honest, it was like the weakest flashback. It was fi- like, you, they're like, we're in Wakanda. And I was like, kind of. I was like, more, you're, more, you're, more. They were like on the outskirts of Wakanda, like in a cave. I was like, well, that's the easiest for the budget. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, take me to the city. <laughs> but we, driver ca- Carrie, to the city, <laughs> to the city. <laughs> Carrie agreed, though. As soon as we saw it, she goes, oh, that's Wakanda. We're in Wakanda. I was like, heck, yeah, this is cool. And then it, it was over before you even yeah. knew it. It started panning like you saw the city. They're like, <laughs> pan down. Yeah, they're like, like okay, some random cave. now we're in the jungle. <laughs> anyway. You gotta keep that budget low. But it was cool. You're seeing Bucky getting his brainwashing turned around, which one of his words for that is homecoming. I felt like that was a little Easter egg for the fans. Uh, Carly, the leader of the Flag Smashers that we've known, the redheaded girl, she goes to a funeral. Andy, I was hoping you could help us out. Who is this woman that died and why or do we care about it? She's just like a mother figure of the Flag Smashers. That's like, and I'm sure that her death is like an outcome of this world that's happening and that's what's part of her motivation. Yeah, when Carly was given, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, who is this? It's not like they're her real mom or anything like that. But Right. Um, I think she was just like a mother figure in the community. Mm-hmm. Because there, during the eulogy part, there's like she said, like, I don't have family, but she... She was my family, so it was something like that. So we find out she's at the funeral. So Sam, Bucky, and Zemo are like, we're going to go see her. And this is where Sam and her talk. They don't, Captain America interrupts and is like, he's taking too long. We get like this little fight sequence. Zemo destroys all of the super soldier serum. Carly gets away, but he destroys all but one. Who picks it up? Who puts it in his pocket? None other than John Walker, a.k.a. the new Captain America. wonder what he's going to do with it. Um, Don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. All right, so then we end up back at the bunker where, like, Zemo, Cap, and Falcon, they're still trying to figure this stuff out. Who shows up? The, I have the name here because I wanted to get it right. The Dora Milaje from Wakanda, Io, and someone else. I didn't know who that other uh, person was. Same. Yeah, I didn't know. Either. But I think it's like her leading officer. Somebody had wrote. I got that like from comic book or something like she has to obey everything she says or something. It was like and I, I read something that made me like get the AO character a little more. But the reason why she's so upset about uh, T'Chaka is because her, it was her main job to protect to him, protect him. So she feels like she failed. And that's why she this she's directly doing this and not one of any one of the other people that is in Wakanda. Yes. And the Dora Milaje, they're like, that's their whole thing. It, they're sworn to protect the king, the king and queen, I guess. Yeah. So like, it's yeah. like, okay, she's feeling like personally. And at this point it's been, it's been seven years. She got a grudge here. Yep. Uh, this is where we get the crazy, awesome fight scene with the Dora Milaje where captain America Battlestar end up fighting against them. I've got my favorite line of the episode here where John Walker goes, they're not even super soldiers. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he loses the fight. Yeah. And he's bad. Like, bad. Like, really bad. And this is where Io takes off Bucky's arm with, like, a little 
tech piece of technology just totally switch turns the switch like a little car key it just falls off his up his body that was crazy did you know she could do that none of us did no and he didn't know his face said it and it was like yeah i mean they had to have safeguards makes sense it's, yeah that's what their, if somebody reads your book again <laughs> go golf killing honestly that's probably what it was for yeah I, that, there's I no question agree. but it's like he's getting all upset you know he was upset like i'm gonna listen to newfound glory in my room <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a great time doesn't sound bad actually um all right so then big rematch at the end Everybody comes back together. They're still going after Carly. Again, Sam is talking to her. This is right after Carly threatens Sam's sister, calls her on the phone, and is like, hey, listen, I don't want to be mean, but like, if he doesn't meet me, I, I will kill you and your kids. <laughs> uh, don't forget, Zemo tricks a bunch of little kids. Good job. With candy. candy. Yeah. That was so weird. And he comes up singing. He's like, Turkish delights. Some Turkish delights. Hey, tell us what you thought of Zemo in this one. I thought he did well. I liked, this is what I liked. I liked how in this one, it became a lot more of like people def, like calling him out. He got handcuffed at one point. Uh, you got the Dora Milaje coming after him. I like that part of the story. I feel like you really got to have it. Otherwise, you just are like, you have a prisoner out yeah. for no reason. Yeah, he just, because he did bad stuff. Ducked out. He's sneaky, sneaky too. Like he caused civil war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I liked how they're coming after him a little bit more. Um, and let me know if I'm getting too ahead of myself. If there's anything else you guys want to talk about before this. No. But the big. I don't think. The, no, I'm, I'm trying okay. to think if there's anything else I'm missing about the story. We still didn't find out about the power broker, really. Um, Carly and the team are just running around. Again, all like 90% of these doses are now destroyed. Okay. Big rematch at the end. Captain America. The new guy, John Walker. Uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, fighting against the super soldiers of the flag smashers. And there's a moment where Battlestar, who was like knocked out unconscious in the other room comes running in. He saves kind of captain America from Carly hitting him. And then Carly turns around, punches him. hits a wall cracks his neck and dies. I did not see that coming No, but until it happened. And I was like, he's dead. Of as soon as she even touched as soon him, as she like, touched him. He is yes, dead. Exactly. Yep, as he as it was happening, I was like, he's gonna die right now. Yep. <laughs> and then it all like it, the music goes down. Everybody, they, they legit just run out of there. The flag smashers, they just run away, and he's just like holding his friend. Silent. You can just see he's just seeing red. He's just seeing red. And we've learned at this point, he has taken that serum. He threw the shield into the wall. He beat the hell out of some other yeah. soldier. Sam sees it. Sam knows. And in his rage, he runs, jumps out the window, catches one of the guys, shields him down, shields him down, kicks him in the middle of this square in the middle of what country are they in again? Do we know it's in some country. It's not the U.S. And gets the guy on the ground, gets his foot on him and goes, where is she? And he goes, I don't know. Doesn't miss. Doesn't. It wasn't me. Wasn't me. Holds up the shield and you and I. I'm just going to tell you guys, I'm reacting during this. Like, I'm like, no way. He holds up the shield. Bam, bam, bam. People are videoing. People are watching. Bucky and Sam see it. It is bloody. It is violent. And like, I felt bad, like during this, like not like felt bad for anybody. I felt like in my heart, like bad. I thought like that is not 
this is not good. Like, not, I felt like almost nauseous. It was weird. Like, seeing that shield get used to do that after, I guess, like everything I've watched for the last 12 years, like, it really did not feel good. And, like, I am like, let's get this guy and kill him. Like, they have done it. I'll give it up. Will they, though? Well, I don't know. That's like you said, this is a show that got two seasons, but let's just. Gabler, where where were you? What was your head at? Where was your heart at during this sequence? I was just like, I, I mean, how could anyone see that coming? I don't know if that was like a something that happened in comics or anything like that. Right. But like, I mean, he he like probably decapitated that guy, correct? Either that, I just I think he also was just hitting him like in the chest too. Like he just yeah, he's a super soldier just beating down on someone with the edge of that shield. For sure. His hand was shaking. Just, it like reminded me of the scene in Civil War though, where Yes. And Captain Iron Man. The comic book put out like a little, it was probably Marvel Studios, honestly, put out like a little blip like that on a little clip on Instagram where it was like Dr. What's his name from the first Captain America movies? Like the serum makes good, good. It turns bad worse. That was great clarification. And they showed, they showed like Cap putting out Tony's uh, suit in Captain America Civil War. That was what he decided to do in his most biggest angry moment. And this guy, I mean, Yes, they killed your partner. But in the street, people video their reactions too. Those those actors, those like those side actors, <laughs> they did a good job. They're all like, "What'd you think of this? Where are you with this?" I see where he's coming from. Oh my god! I'll, I guess I'll give it up for you. I kind of want to boo you, but that'd be just me booing you. Okay, I bet there are people with you though. If you feel this way, talk to us about it. Literally pushed to the edge. Him. He's never going to be able to live up to Captain America's status, right? He's a human. Captain America wasn't. He wasn't. Okay. Yeah. And he's done everything right in his whole life. He that served we, his that, co- we, that we know of. He served his country. He did everything well. He was chosen to do this, and he is getting shit on constantly. Okay. He loses a fight that yep. he probably should have won against the dorm alive. Yeah. Which anyone would lose a normal person because he's a normal person. He is, yeah. And he's pushed. Takes the serum. And he talks to his friend about it too in between. They gave yeah, you a little yeah. bit of like him thinking about it. He's like, Would you take it? And he's like, Well, I, I don't know, maybe. And he's like, What, what about me? And the, his friend doesn't even tell him, like, yeah, you should, but like he says, like, man, if we would have had it back in the day, that would have really helped us save a lot of lives. Yeah. And that's all it takes. I mean, Bucky and them aren't treating him too well either. They're ignoring him at every step. Yeah, like the, for some reason, because they're taking their anger out on him, and like it's really not fair of them to do that because he really no. was just picked, and Sam had the the option. I mean, you want to get it into? Bucky? I, I mean, he's a he's murdered so many people, but he and he's acting like a hero in this. But he's, what he's brainwashed? He was brainwashed. Okay, maybe he's brainwashed because of serum. Mm, still different though. Yeah. What do you do now with him? That's as, the question. Zemo. Zemo could be the decider of that. <laughs> yeah, he's getting walked around just having a having candies. It's so true. He is. He's just a bad guy. Yeah, you're doing that. I mean, and then the first, I mean, Captain America, he did try to do that to Tony Stark. Correct. He hit him with the shield in his chest. Yeah, but it was he. He knew it wasn't going to kill him. He just was turning off his suit. Steve Rogers doesn't have it in him to kill someone like that. That's the whole point. Exactly what you said about. The serum. It's like as soon as he just made the decision to take the they, serum, it's, yes. his fate was sealed. But they say it in the show. Bucky says, "Well, what about Steve? That didn't, he didn't get corrupt." And Zemo says it. He's like, "Yeah." And have we had a, another Steve Rogers since? True. The answer is no. And that was always the thing about Captain America. He's 
one of the best people ever. And it's just a rare thing. No one else should be taking this stuff. I mean, Steve Rogers also didn't chug it in a weird apartment building did he? or do whatever he did. Shoot it up. Well, he also didn't take it like right after his best yeah. friend was killed. True. Like what if Bucky Barnes would have got killed right in front of his face and then they jacked him up with it? That's a what if scenario for you, which that's coming this summer to yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, we didn't cartoon. see where where he took it or under what yeah. circumstances. So I mean, let's just talk about him at the end, man. That shot, that shield. Just bloody. I think it's a low angle. And I also think it's perfect for the world we live in now with all the cell phones yeah, and things like that. Sure. Yes. He's going to get killed and it's going to push him out. I mean, I don't think I'm going to go on the record. I'm going to be brave. I don't believe in killing. Okay. But I do see where he's coming from. Okay. And I don't hate him as much as most people. Well, and, do. and I want to say this. I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I'm, I'm a I'm a body of empathy over here. Like, I like I look at like, what's this? What's this guy going through? What happened? But like, man. At the end of the day, like you, he snapped. He couldn't. He did, and he couldn't like stop himself. I thought somebody was going to stop him from doing it. They just watched. Oh man, it was <laughs> That's hard. another thing, yeah. dude. It was violent. I was shook. Like I was. It's shook. one of the darkest things Marvel's done. I never anticipated, like the MCU would even like have something like this. I don't even know how I feel about it. And I also wonder about like if you have kids. You can't you? Can you have a kid watching this? Like a seven-year-old kid? This is a Captain America show. Probably PG thirteen, right? Or, or worse. I know people I know. love the violence, but like this is a direction. It was just different. I guess it technically they didn't show it. I'm here, you know. Yeah, you and, heard it. You heard it, and you saw it, like his arm flapping, and you saw the people <laughs> reacting to it, going like, "Oh God!" But no one moved. What were they gonna do? Hey, stop, guy! Yeah. <laughs> D- don't. <laughs> Bucky and Sam saw it though. They they didn't do anything. Gigor, tell us what's going to happen to this guy in the next episode. Uh, he's after getting that shield taken. Someone's I mean, taking it. I think it. he's going to get away from it. Like, he's not going to be caught here, even with Sam and Bucky there. He'll, he'll, run, he'll get away. He's got his probably powers, so he's going to get away, but they're going to they're gonna get the shield from him sooner, what you, than, you, sooner than later. Probably the, next episode, because yeah. that's not going to be the resolution. I think it still needs to be decided of who gets, there's maybe a whole episode or more of like who's going to get the the shield at the end? Bucky yes. or Sam? I also wonder if the government. What do they do? You know yeah. how does how does the because this is? I mean the whole the episode is called the whole world is watching, and we are under the assumption that like everyone now knows about this and it's out there. So yeah. what do you what do they do now? Just we're gonna throw in some wrestling terms here. I think we're gonna have a nice two v one handicap match for the shield. In the next episode, that's what they should do. Like a big chase. You think it's gonna be a big chase battle. And well, you also have to wonder. Like you th- would think, all of these stories will converge in the season finale. You would think that, like season episode six is like you know, like you said. I don't know if they resolve this John Walker situation Who the before the that. Power broker. We don't even. Yeah, <laughs> and like, will they play a part in this story at all? Even that's what I'm starting to wonder. Ever since you said this could have a season two. Or like the next movie. That's what I think of. Of like, well, they don't have to wrap up anything. They could let something keep going. Could it be something like he sees what he did, gives up the shield, but then like that's a building in him. Like that's where his anger even builds more. That he got a shield taken away, and then future seasons of this, he's the main villain going forward because he completely turns. You may be onto something there. Our boy Scott. Uh, He's been on the featured on fan mail before he watches Invincible. He shot me a line after he watched the episode and uh, he said that uh, 
yes, that it like this is a storyline in the comics to where like he does lose the shield and he's not like Captain America anymore, but then he's U.S. agent, I think is what they call him. And he leads like a band of bad guys. So like it might be, you know, that's just like you, you got to watch with the comic lore stuff because they could go anyway. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. I, I just want to point out that it's bullshit that he's getting like death threats for being a bad Captain America. Like he's playing this character perfectly. I love like I love how he's portrayed it. I because of like how I feel about the character. That's like he's doing his job very well. So yeah, you're no, that, you're right, and he plays it right. He looks crazy, and he has a punchable movies. face. It's just that's crazy. What at the end, he's just like he looks crooked and weird, and yeah. But I did see the other day that like people were giving him death threats like on online. Oh like, that's, come on, that's me- guys, messed up. Like, guys, guys, come on, not real Captain. It's, this isn't real, guys. It's, it's an actor. It's, yeah, it's not the news. He's doing a great job. Um, we did already lose Battlestar, just like that. Rip. I thought maybe he might be a thing, you know? Uh, well, about five minutes before he died, I said to myself, I was like, I don't see him <laughs> making it long because, like, <laughs> Battlestar, like, is that a, even a real superhero? Like, I looked it up, and I guess it, it really was, like, a bigger thing in the comics. So, um, but, like, it just sucks that he, he was the one that was kind of urging, uh, Captain America to hold off on like when he like butted in the middle when Sam was talking to Carly, he was like, well, maybe we should give him this chance to do this. And he was, he's like the voice of reason and yeah. now he's dead. So yes, I but know now, now he doesn't have that yeah. voice. His voice is That's, gone. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And, and like he might, but, go. but he has that, uh, he has that lady too. He's got a fiance slash girlfriend or oh, something. Yeah. So like what's, I mean, she's going to find out about this and if he loses her, He's going to spiral. Yeah, I think it's got to be a spiral situation. I think you're right. Any predictions for five and six before we wrap it up? Mike, is there anything we're missing here? Who? What's the big mystery person? Yeah, I was going to say we're missing one thing, and that's it. There's there's supposedly a cameo in the next episode. Is that oh. still? Oh, is that right? That's well, what. Are, what are we I've, talking I've, about? Like the supplier? Oh, the power broker. Power broker. Yes, yeah, so the power broker is the yeah. See, so this is what you got to think. There's this bigger bad that's like. Maybe doing a little pupper, puppeteering mm-hmm. here, you know, like they got the flag smashers, but do they really care what the flag smashers are up to? It's kind of like, are they trying to create more super soldiers? Or are they just trying to do like a little bit of a Zemo game where they're like trying, you know, it's all all roads leading type here thing. Kind of like using these like almost orphans in a way to like people that are dirty all work. a little have lost, lost and in balance. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I kind of see that, but like we just don't know who it is. We've let it. To believe that it could be like a tie to mutants just because of like I don't you know. You think there's gonna be a big cameo a th- next episode. Don't spoil it. Well, me. one of the next two. Yeah. There's supposedly that's what the news is. Comic book put an article this week that there's a big cameo in the ep- the fifth episode that it's someone that we have not seen before. Okay. So it's yeah. ma- played by a big actor, like an award winning actor. It's not Paul Bettany again. Yeah. It'd be Mark Ruffalo. So but it no, it's someone that we have not seen before. Ever. In the Marvel I, universe, that's what I was not sure if it was someone in the show or not. Well, not yeah, all. because yeah, you, that, that's a big dip, that's a big clarification. Because if we've never seen him in the MCU, we'll shoot. Well, then it could be literally anyone, you know. If it's but if it's just in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then you could start making some, you know, you can start figuring out some stuff. Like you got She Hulk coming up. That's why I said Bruce Banner. You know, I hope it's somebody that sticks around too, and it's not that one crappy offshoot like Quicksilver like they did in Wandavision. Yeah, I, I I don't even like talking about that. Like I just still don't. I'm still a little hurt by or confused waiting. I don't know. All right, Giggler. Anything else you want to talk no, about this find, cameo? I'm trying to find the more 
what he actually said, but the, it's, it's it right. was the you can look it up the, for a minute. The creator of the show and Malcolm Spellman. Um, he basically said that it's someone that he'd love to see partnered with, paired with Thor in some capacity. That's what I don't get. I I, I don't know. This, what, maybe it's Paul Bettany as white off. vision. <laughs> Damn it, no. That's you where just, he was flying. You just see like a little shooting star and that's they say, oh, that's him in the background. <laughs> so, I I mean, I don't know. I okay. don't think it's going to be the power broker. I think it might be. I think that's going to be episode six. Well, we didn't but talk still, about it. We got to get there. We do. Album. We do. We got two to go and we didn't even mention Shannon Carter. Yeah. She was back in this. She she seems pretty close to stuff. Like she knew about the power broker. She knew people were making noise and I don't know. She's given them a lot of intel, and I understand that she's like a spy herself, so she's in the world. But either way, it's left to be told what she's up to and how her story will end. Uh, I can't wait to see where it picks up. I was, again, jaw on the floor at the end of this one, so there's, I mean, that's where I stood. Friday, can't get here soon enough. Episode 5 coming up. Falcon the Winter Soldier just moving right along, and uh, I think we're at 60, I think we're at 60 days until Loki. Well, crazy. Next, Only two this, more left. This next episode is the longest yet. So really, yeah. Up. Let's Jeez. not. Let's not do that again. It's it's the longest it's yet. confirmed. Hey, remember when no we said rumors. three Wandavisions? We're going to be an hour apiece. Yeah. Well, this one is over an hour. Yeah. This one was fifty-four minutes, but the five you're saying. Yeah, sixty-one is what the confirmed right. time is. Obviously, it'll be a solid fifty. All right, uh, listener, let us know. Um, let's check it out. Let's see what happens with this captain. I think he's going to do some bad. Who's going to take this shield? Who is the power broker? Can't wait to find out who. And who's this cameo going to be? Giggler. Can't wait to find out. We'll see. Episode five coming up next week. Uh, I did want to pull up the schedule because just since there's, you know, we're in the year, we got to check in, make sure we're not missing out. Like we said, we got Loki coming up June 11th, Black Widow, the movie July 9th. That's supposed to be theaters and Disney plus. Uh, what if there's been some news on this? This is the animated series, and I saw some posters for this where there's basically like another version of the Guardians of the Galaxy in it, to where like Star Lord, you know, normally played by Chris Pratt, mm. he's uh T'Challa, voiced by uh the late Chadwick Boseman. Wow, and like he's like like he's Star Lord. It's like a totally different version. I think Peggy Carter is Captain America in this one. Mm-hmm. Like she takes the serum, um, and it's animated. Can't wait to see it. And then after that, Shang-Chi. So yeah, lots to come up. Eternals, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Spider-Man, Far From Home. We just talked about, or, I'm sorry, No Way Home. Uh, and plenty more. We're going to connect the dots, keep doing the old stuff with the new stuff, and we'll keep you posted. With that, let's talk about what's coming up. Packed, packed, packed episode today. Um, and some stuff coming up this week, next week. All around, something new every day at mostlysuperheroes.com. Check out the schedule. The music show, our spinoff on Spotify, where we're bringing you the music behind the TV shows and the movies. I did this really cool new kind of fun thing with the music show where I made it like a lot more radio style DJ, where it was like kind of like, you know, where there's a DJ talking in between the songs, but really focusing on different movies. And I thought it'd be fun to do. Let's just do all the movies that came out this week over the years. So it was like April 13th. Um, here's some titles that came up. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Bridget Don- Jones' Diary. And what's another big one that was in there? Well, either way, what I did was once I had like the movie, I just pulled up the soundtrack, soundtrack. pulled up the top song from that movie. So we did like seven or eight. You know how nice. it is. It's always nice and it's quick, fun. nice and easy. It's light. There's music. And it's just a little bit of tidbits. You're going to learn about the film, what the ratings were when it came out. 
you know, stuff that we do on here, budget, box office, uh, but then focusing on the music. Next up for the MCU rewatch, said it many times, one of my favorites, if not, maybe my favorite. We're going to find out when I watch it again. Thor Ragnarok. You guys going to watch this one? Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. You should. I'm going to be pretty enthusiastic on that one. I can't I can't help but nerd out. It's so good. Thinking about it right now. I'm so excited. It gets better every time I watch it. It does. It does. <laughs> just just a lot of times. So. Yeah, I've seen. I don't even know. How, I mean, are you going to go above four? <laughs> if it gets better every time. Just a more than perfect score. We'll 3. see. 3.9991 we'll this I'll time. Be, uh, yeah, we, we said we could do more decimals. It might have to be a decimal one just to really get in the fine tune. And then, of course, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five. Like I said, something new every day. We got early episodes on Patreon on Wednesday, new episodes on Thursday. And something new on Friday, we're doing Logan's Letter, going to our newsletter subscribers and our Patreon patrons. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to listen to those, but just a, usually 15 to 20 minutes, a little bit of a deep dive of what's going on in the show. And uh, it's lately, it's been the instant reactions. So Friday, I watched the Falcon Winter Soldier. I'll get on talk about five, 10 minutes. I do read the newsletter. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, it's basically you can read the newsletter or you can listen. It's like, you know, it's like yeah. you can click to listen or just... All right, here's the list of stuff going on in the show. So get over subscribed. That's totally free for the newsletter subscribers and appreciate you Patreon patrons. We give you that one too. What's cool on Patreon is it's actually like a podcast RSS feed. So like it'll be like, oh, you have a new episode on Friday in your podcast app. That's awesome. Just a little incentive. Uh, cost you about three bucks a month to be a patron and do exclusive content, bonus material, early episodes like Mike always plugs the pre-show. That's where that lives. Get over and check it out at Mostly Superheroes. Dot com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Giggler, do you have fun today? I always do. I know you do. Yeah, I do too. It's, 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 you don't find lots to look forward to on a, on a Monday. when. Yeah, it's good that we record these on Mondays because Mondays are typically like things you don't look forward yeah. to. Keeps me sane. But then you're a long day of work. Yeah, you get to come and just talk about superhero stuff. PC Mike. How did you feel about the Spider-Man review today? I felt like... Because you watched it. You I watched, watched it. it. So, you know, like when you're in school and you're not prepared for a test, <laughs> you go in, you feel like crap. Yeah. But then that one time, you actually did look through it. You feel pretty good. That's how I felt today. Yeah. And you and you get to, it's, you get to be part of the discussion yeah, more. A little bit more. Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but like I'm excited for... I'm going to start using the hashtag DC Rewatch. Ooh, I'm wow. very excited to get that going. You guys mentioned leaders. Batman 1966. Yeah. I thought about that. You watch the old stuff. How fun will that be? Awesome. I yes. saw a TikTok the other day. I'm on the talk. You're on the talk. Yeah. Right? You, follow, you followed the I followed mostly, mostly superheroes. superheroes. <laughs> right? I had an old phone for a long time, so I didn't have it back. I knew when I was doing <laughs> it. I was like, I'll just get on there. There is a guy on TikTok. I don't know if this is legit because you know how those things are just to get views and clicks. Uh huh. He had never watched a superhero movie before. And he was starting at like Batman 1989 and watching like 77 superhero movies in order. Oh my God. Like he was doing first like Batman 89 returns forever Robin. Then he was going to like something else and then something else like clusters. And then he was watching like the whole MCU through. Wow. Who's this? It was just some random guy on TikTok. And he's just showing himself like watching. Different yeah. Parts and then like, so like he'll watch the Brian Singer 
X-Men. Hell yeah. And then he'll like go to something else, but he's watching all... There's like 77 big superhero movies since like 1989 he's and he, watching. He's watching them, but what's he do? Is he like talking about he's it? Like, he's like doing it on TikTok. And it's like a one, two seconds or something per yeah, movie type. Maybe, thing. maybe. He just kind of gave the overview and like showed his list and like had somebody give him a form and like you know this, made it all. You know his channel offhand? No, I don't. Oh, this poor guy. It was when I was just... Scrolling through, it's probably in the for you yeah, section. Yeah. Boy, do we have a podcast for this guy? Yeah, yeah, or a TikTok channel for us. Yeah. All right, well, maybe we'll check him out. <laughs> we I'll can never find out who he <laughs> is. Yeah, I'll never find out. Dude, but uh, the TikTok is so crazy. I don't understand it at all. You see people on there, and it's like, hey, when did you start your account? Uh, three weeks ago. How many followers do you have? Twenty million. That one, like, like it's insane. Charlie something has like a hundred and twenty million followers on there, or like a hundred and ten. Charlie something. I don't know. Yeah, you're definitely getting new. You're still new at TikTok. Yeah, like. we are old too to be on there. I just scroll the oh, for yeah. you. Yes, I think I see. I see cooking videos. For you is not bad because it will show you stuff yeah. that's like like there's like older celebrities on there too. Not to say you shouldn't like, but I agree. It's like definitely. But then sometimes I like scroll and then there's like somebody with like no views and it's just me and it's like why why did this pop up on my thing? Yeah. Well, we'll uh we'll keep you guys posted. We are finishing up the MCU rewatch. But uh, it sounds like DC is going to be next. So we'll we'll get a plan together. You know, you guys know us. If we say we're going to do something, we do it. I think that's one thing that we've held true as hosts is like we're not just throwing out ideas and not sticking to them. Everything we've said, we've done. So And everything we've said, we will do too, like the Jurassic Park watch. It's coming. End of the month. It's not even on coming up. But yeah, Jurassic Park watch party. Get ready for our, uh, really our first live event, I should say. I mean, I've done live on Instagram. It's a little bit different. But the three of us. I mean, it'll be that this shot right here. <laughs> like it'll be like us on Facebook Live or something, you know. Yep. Uh, pretty excited. So, all right, guys, thanks again. We'll do it all over again next week. Lots of stuff to talk about. It's not stopping anytime soon. Listener, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. I'm mostly superheroes. Take it easy. <laughs>